sucker to meet you. I've been a big fan for a really long time. That's crazy. That's I crazy. learned how it's 17. Oh yeah, I love that uh, song, it's, Jack. It's, it's true. Really it's true. Cool. I mean, people base so much on looks and like, um, like just outward appearances. <laughs> like that, none of that stuff even matters. <laughs> John C. He's deep. You know what I mean? He's not superficial no. and all that. No, no one no. that looks like him is superficial. <laughs> See, that's exactly Janice Ian's point. That's right? the problem right yeah, there. Right? Exactly. Yeah. I exemplified the problem. You did. For humor. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's okay then. Uh, okay. Uh, as long as you did it for humor. Cool. <laughs> cool. 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 <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Cool. Hey. Welcome. Here it is. To the show. It's a it's Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite. The Glengarry Glen Ross Infinite podcast. Starring Matt Zumbo. No, it's not starring anybody. <laughs> starring Grace. <laughs> there you go. Starring Grace. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, and introducing Grace and would it, be how that the credits would roll on. That yeah, you're right. <laughs> yeah. This is her first uh yeah. appearance. And ever. that's Bill Weingarten. I feel like I, I gotta say <gasps> it because you said it. Me? Yeah. Oh hi. Yeah. Oh, that was so nice of you. Yeah. What is the what is this podcast? What is Which? it to? What do you, what do you what, mean? what do we do here? <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. I forgot about Remember that. Remember how you used to do that? Yeah, I forgot to do that one the last time. Well, it's your source for nuggets and news about everyone's favorite sequel that doesn't exist oh to a movie about real estate salesmen that does exist, but that's almost 30 years old and no one really knows about it anymore. And we're still talking about it here. A better way to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> is it really better? I think so. Yeah, I mean, this kind of suffering is, that's my kind of suffering. It's mild. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mild to moderate suffering. Yeah. 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 It's cool. <laughs> It's cool, you know. As far as sufferings go, it's cool. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. You're my favorite way to suffer. Is that right? For sure. Favorite? For sure. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of pressure. I didn't know I would be <laughs> held to any kind of responsibility. <laughs> I feel uncomfortable now. No, now I feel like I have to make you suffer more. No, <laughs> I don't think you could. <laughs> I don't think it's I possible. Can try. You could. Try, but I think you do it most when you're not trying. Probably, yeah. Not well, but sometimes I try. Sometimes I push. Yeah, sometimes you and do. That's fun. Yeah, <laughs> but it's much less infuriating than when you're actually being a jackhole. <laughs> <laughs> when you know you're doing it, it's like okay, <laughs> pushing my buttons. Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, welcome to episode number seventeen. Science, math, and geology. Oops. That was hilarious. Yeah, well, I was going to say something else, but I always do that. Do I it. always <laughs> I give you a great thing to introduce the jingle, and then I keep fucking motor mouthing over it. And last time I didn't pick it up when you did it. No, so this time yeah. I was trying to pick it up. Yeah, well, anyway, you nailed it. What were you going to say? If you didn't, I was going to say, if you hadn't, if you couldn't tell by the Janice Ian reference earlier, this yeah, is episode 17. That's right. Janice Ian's famous song about being 17 yeah. in a world of 
Human Wreckage. Ugh. It's a beautiful song. Yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah, if you don't know it, check it out. It's full of heartache and and, and pain. Yeah, young young it's lady. Called pain. Seventeen, right? That's the name. Of the That's title right. Of the song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. I learned a lot. Learn, learn the truth. Learn the truth. I learned this is bullshit. You're talking about an MIT student. <laughs> <laughs> I learned a lot at seventeen. I learned a lot at MIT. <laughs> <laughs> Weird Al, there you go. <laughs> it's all you, buddy. From, you take it from there. Of, of mathematics <laughs> divided by seventy. I mean, it's. We can put a pin in that. Come back to it. Yeah, it wasn't perfect. Syllabically, it's a little clunky. Yeah, well, I mean, it's first draft. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, but here we are, seventeen, and it is the natural number following sixteen and preceding eighteen. Thank God, it is a prime number sure it is you can't divide shit with 17 17 is the sum of the first four prime numbers is that so isn't that so that's crazy <laughs> it's something wait a minute the first four so that would be three is one is one count yeah, as one's prime? a prime yeah. one three five and seven that sounds right so it'd be 12 15 16 17 <laughs> <laughs> boom i'm missing one or something moving on okay <laughs> 17 is the seventh prime number. Oh, the seventh. Yeah. The next prime is 19. And with it, they form a twin prime. A twin prime? Twin prime. How is that? I don't know. Oh. You want me to, you want, you want, you really want to talk about no, it? No, I mean. A twin prime is a prime number that is either two less or two more than the preceding or following prime number. Okay. So separated by two. Separated I by just so there's two. one number in between them. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Like twins. Like twins, ha they have that one, one thing between other them. thing between them. <laughs> it's the uncomfortability of looking exactly like another human being. <laughs> that's the thing that's always between identical twins. Or maybe it was like an um, umbilical cord that was between them or something. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. I don't know. But what about these twins where nothing is between them? And in fact, they are connected. <laughs> you mean conjoined and twins? in fact, they are connected. <laughs> <laughs> Conjoined twins. That's what I'm talking about. That yeah, they definitely have something between them. They, well, well, no, it's they have them. nothing between them. <laughs> there's there's less between them than should be between them, <laughs> right? They, they could use a little air between them, is what you're saying, right? Yeah, a little space in there. Yeah, a little bit. Of space. Could you a little, just a little elbow room? You're just always right there. <laughs> God damn it! What if? What if you and I were? What if we were connected? Conjoined twins? Oh my god! <laughs> I would treat you like a growth that I had to have <laughs> removed <laughs> for health and sure. wellness. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could survive on my own. <laughs> but that's the thing, right? We, there would be we, one of us would have to take the heart or whatever. Like there's right. one heart. You yeah. Know, right. One would die or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, whatever has to happen. <laughs> as long as know, boy. the show must go on, as they say. I agree with that. I agree with that. So moving on. Um, 17 is a permutable prime and a super singular prime. No way. Yeah. Super singular. And permutable. <laughs> so there. There are exactly, stay with me here. This is a tough one. There are exactly 17 two-dimensional space groups. <laughs> This is, a, this is in the area of plane, that's P-L-A-N-E, uh -huh. symmetry. Plane symmetry. Plane symmetry. Sure. These are sometimes called wallpaper groups. <laughs> these 
17 two-dimensional space groups <laughs> are sometimes called wallpaper groups. You mean like stripes, you know, mm. like flower patterns. I mean, you you obviously plain. you obviously you jest, but that you're actually closer than you think. Oh, okay. Well, now we continue. <laughs> Although I will say about wallpaper groups, I remember how sad their yearbook picture was. <laughs> um, the, these 17 two-dimensional space groups represent the 17 possible symmetry types that can be used for wallpaper. <laughs> is that the craziest thing you've ever heard? That is crazy. You Because you think wallpaper, anything goes. Sure. <laughs> right? I mean, as long as we have paste or water, we can do whatever <laughs> we want, right? I mean... Yeah, that's right. Come on. Yeah. Paste or water? Newspaper can I be wallpaper. I hardly know her. <laughs> <laughs> you right? paste or water. <laughs> You could do newspaper, you know, you could do maps. Yeah, but maybe anything. like in traditional wallpaper, sure. there are patterns that repeat and well, it's proven symmetrical. that they, and they have to be, right? Because right. you got to line the next sheet up, up with the other sheet and all oh, that. Oh, that's the worst too. Have you ever done wallpaper where you I had have, a symmetrical? I have, and I, 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 I don't get it. Well, what does wallpaper get anybody? <laughs> Why does anyone use wallpaper? I don't know. I can tell you. Fuck after, wallpaper. After we moved into our house, they had, had I wallpaper. spent hours removing Peeling. wallpaper. That's the from other thing. Places and in my, I was so sore. You're my livid. arms were so the worst. Exhausted for weeks it's scraping the wallpaper worst. off. Oh, really was and layers of wallpaper. You know what I mean? Like you get one layer off and you're like, oh no. Are you no. kidding me? No, there's no. another layer. That's when I just start busting up sheetrock. I'm just, yeah. I'll take the whole wall down and oh. put up new sheetrock. I'm God. not peeling wallpaper. Horrible. There's no way. It's the worst. I'm not doing that. And if you're uh, like obsessive compulsive about it, like you can't leave a little bit behind. Oh, you know I'll I mean? just imagine gotta, that instead of actually having you tell me what that's like, because you are that person that you yeah. just described. You yeah, got to get that little bit off of there. You got to get that's it all. Horrible. You can't leave any. It's the worst. You'll you'll always see it. Yeah, you exactly. would always see yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't leave any of that. No, you got to do that thorough. Like that's right. Yeah, that's why I probably start with new sheet rack. I see. That's good. I, I like start with new sheet rack. See, if you had come over, I would have been like, put some. We would have done some up. demo. Yeah, that's right. Right, and then we would have brought in some new sheet rack. <laughs> that's right. And you would have felt better about it. I sure would have. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so fuck wallpaper groups and fuck those seventeen two-dimensional space groups. I don't know anything about that. I mean, stripes. Yes, we have symmetrical stripes. stripes. Yes, we have stripes. Are symmetrical. Stripes. I don't know what else you have. Is symmetrical. There's a paisley pattern. There's a paisley. It has to be symmetrical. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah. You've seen the paisley pattern. Yes, of course. Right. Right. <laughs> Flowers, maybe. I don't know. I mean, there's definitely floral wallpaper. Floral, right? floral. When I was a child, they had a, a series of chains and ropes in successive <laughs> columns that made up my wallpaper. Wow. Weird, right? That is very weird. Yeah. It was like uh, nautically themed, I oh, think. You okay. understand? Yeah. It was an anchor maybe somewhere also. Oh, gotcha. Okay, now it makes sense because I was thinking like a bondage thing was going on or yeah, something. Yeah, as in my childhood bedroom. That's what my folks were <laughs> trying to steer me towards the S&M stuff, buddy. <laughs> Thanks for that. Jeez, last episode you're... This, <sighs> You got incesticide. Yeah. This episode, you got me as a young kid learning bondage tricks from my wallpaper. Well, you know, more like the pillow man. You know, more like you were, like you were, you were chained Creepy. in there. Creepy yeah. as fuck. Chained in your bedroom. Creepy kind of as thing. fuck. Yeah. That's a great play. It is a great play. 17 is the minimum possible number of givens for a Sudoku puzzle. Oh, okay. How do you like that? Do I you do, do like any it. Sudoku? No, I don't. I don't either. I've done it a few times. Yeah, I don't find it pleasing in any way. Yeah, it's uh, it's fine, but I don't. It's not like I've never been like, oh, I gotta get on my Sudoku. You know, I just don't do it. This little addendum to that tidbit, I find very fascinating. <laughs> this was long conjectured 
and finally proven in 2012. The 17 thing? No, the yeah, the 17 minimum possible solutions for a Sudoku puzzle. The, it was long conjecture. <laughs> long conjecture <laughs> is my major issue. But no one did the no bother one, to no, check it out. 2012, some guy was just like, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> the rest of the time, Why is this still conjecture? <laughs> people were like, I feel like there's maybe 18 different solutions to this puzzle. Maybe 19, <laughs> but definitely no more than that. But I can't be sure. It's crazy, right? It is crazy. That's crazy. That's a crazy little addendum. Uh, 17 is the first number that can be written as the sum of a positive cube and a positive square in two different ways. <laughs> that is the smallest n, such as x cubed plus y squared equals n, has two different solutions for x and y positive integers. The next such number is 65, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> if you would just pay attention, no, there's that no, would have all made perfect no, sense. No, no, it would not. Yes. There was no following yeah, that. No, the sum of a cubed and a squared. That's all it's saying. Oh, the sum of a cube and a square. Yeah. So we could say nine and. Well, eight? we no, sitting here figuring right. out it is the, is the uh, that's the shit show. <laughs> but just the, that's the the concept of it is that it's okay. the it's one of few numbers that can be. You add a cube, then a squared, and get that number. Okay. See what I'm saying? Yeah. See? Yeah. See? Yeah. You're so quick to bail. What? You're ripcord puller. You just, you're just like, no, it's not time. Oh, there he goes. <laughs> <laughs> we're, not, we're not at jumping look. Oh, there he is. Uh, he pulled the ripcord too soon. <laughs> this guy's always checking out. Uh, did I tell you I went indoor skydiving? I forgot to tell you that. <laughs> that was fun. Speaking of ripcords. No, Bill. Yeah. You didn't tell me. Fun. You went indoor skydiving. I did. I did that. Well, please tell the people. I went into a skydiving. All about it. It's fun. You know, it's expensive, but uh, and it's brief. Okay, start with fun and expensive. Yeah. Great. What are we looking at? You know, it's like a big, there's a big... No, like, no, 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 no. Oh, how what much did it cost? Yeah, that's right. Uh, it's probably like a hundred bucks a person for, and it's not a lot of time for like one jump. For how like many a jumps minute and a half. A minute something. and a half. I can't remember what. How many it was, jumps but, you get in in a minute and a half? Uh, two, we, three. We did three. Three jumps. But I can't remember. Like my wife set it all up, so I don't know how much it all came to in the end. Right. Uh, but it was not. It's not cheap to do it. You know what I mean. But it's. Uh, it's fun though. You go in. There's a giant fan. You kind of jump on this giant fan, and there's a guy in there who helps to keep you from smashing down in the giant fan. And then at the end, if you do a, um, if you pay extra, you can do a high fly. So the guy takes you up 14 feet uh -huh. into the air and like spins you around and stuff. And then you come 14 down. 14 feet? Yeah, that's the high jump. Because <laughs> otherwise you're floating like, like four feet off the ground is where you're just sort of hovering. Okay. Yeah. This sounds really stupid. <laughs> it's indoor skydiving. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure it is. That's what people who can afford to pay for bullshit call it <laughs> when they pay for bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. It was fun. No, I really enjoyed it, though. It was really You did? You I, really I enjoyed it? I wouldn't run back to do it again. No. Given the price and well, like what you get for your money. What are you but... running for anyway? Come on. You're just saying you would, it's not something you'd seek out to do often. Yeah, no, no, no. But you enjoyed yourself. Yeah, it was like one of those things like you do like, well, okay, I did that. It was fun. Well, now I know this, and this might change how I feel about it, but I know it's been a long time sort of quasi-fantasy for you to go skydiving. Yes. Um, and your wife set this up. I assume that's some kind of like, uh, here you go, pal. Yeah. 
quit humping my leg or whatever. Here's a right. treat, whatever it is. Right. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was a nice gesture. Yes. And you saw it as such. Yeah. You certainly can't badmouth it here. No, it was fun. I enjoyed <laughs> yeah, it. Sure it was. <laughs> it sounds like a blast. Can I hover four feet off the fucking ground? <laughs> Woohoo! Well, it's as close as you can get to like flying. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, uh, like even I don't know about regular skydiving. Well, hovering. Let's well, the, say. Yeah. it's the closest you but, can get to hovering. But that's flying, right? Nope, I mean, like that's hovering. <laughs> <laughs> but when you're falling out of an airplane, you're right. falling, I assume, right? And there's yeah, you know, I don't know if that feels like you're flying or not, but I can tell you like this, like when the guy takes you up in the thing and right. kind of swings you around at 14 feet, right? That's kind of cool, and it does. It seems like you're flying. It All feels right. like you're you know flying. Okay, it's fun. Yeah. If you want to do that. I'm not going to do that. No, I knew no. you wouldn't want to do that. I mean, just in general, people, if one might yeah. want to do that. No, I'd say don't do that. <laughs> I'd say save your money. Right? Put it towards something good. Something productive. Something to advance your life, not some bullshit way to spend three minutes on a Saturday afternoon. <laughs> All right, moving it's, on. It's like a lot like flying. <laughs> No, it isn't. <laughs> You're over a fan, buddy. <laughs> How is that anything like flying? It's like being blown at. <laughs> That's all it is. You just got a wind thrust up at you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's that too. Yeah. But it's like flying. It's a lot like when you put your face in front of a fan and it makes that funny noise. Uh, <laughs> 17 is the atomic number of chlorine. Oh, no. Right? Oh, man. Th yeah. Oh, golly. Yeah. Oh. There's no pee in the pool or whatever that That's sign right. is. <laughs> Please don't pee in the there's, pool. You see, there's, like no, there's a pee in the spelling of this pool, is, but not in this the is actual our, pool. This is our ool. You'll, You'll notice there's, there's no, no pee, pee in, in our pool. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, right. That's, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Something there like that. Yeah. You got us there. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> this is our ool. That's right. Boy, those writers were home by two. <laughs> You're home early today, honey. Yeah. We went with Ool. It was an easy day. Really? Good day. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah, we all decided it was good enough. Uh, it's the second lightest of the halogens. Really? Chlorine. It appears between fluorine and bromine on the periodic table. Yo, I got a real bromance with bromine, bro. <laughs> Can't wait to get the bromine. Chlorine and bromine. <laughs> Yo, bromine. bromine. What's up, bro? What's up, bromine? <laughs> Chlorine is a yellow-green gas at room temp. It is extremely reactive. Oh, yeah. And a strong oxidizing agent. Huh. Among the elements, it has the highest electron affinity. Huh. I love the electrons. <laughs> All right, guy. Settle down. They're not that great. No, they're really great. Have you seen them in concert? <laughs> they're amazing. Oh, my God. You got to see them live. That's it's a strong electron like, affinity you have nothing there. Like, nothing like in the studio. The I mean, they're great just, in the studio, too, but live. Oh, my greatest. gosh. They're, they're the, the greatest. Oh. It's like I experience the songs new every time. <laughs> wow, that guy really has an affinity for the he electrons. He really loves the electrons. He loves them. <laughs> <laughs> and why don't we have a band called the called the electrons there's gotta be i was just thinking that <laughs> i know i've never heard of them but there's gotta be a band called the electrons there has to be right it would be shocking if they're oh, not that's <laughs> at bill weingardner on twitter tell them what you think and it has so it has the third highest electronegativity on the pauling scale oh which oh. i assume measures electronegativity <laughs> 
<laughs> it also measures your negativity <laughs> towards uh, indoor skydiving. <laughs> Which you're very high on the oh, scale. Oh, yeah? Is that that's the yeah. Pauling scale? <laughs> that's, on the p- that's the appalling that's scale. Right. <laughs> that's my appalling scale. Oh, man, I do hate it. It's <laughs> fucking yippy, fucking yuppie bullshit. I hate it. But I, I hope you had fun, though. I did have fun. <laughs> How's that for my Rodney? Yeah. Looks good on you, though. <laughs> the most common compound of chlorine, sodium chloride, is your common salt. Sure. So there you go. Yeah. You know? You wouldn't have the French fry num nums without chlorine. Isn't that weird to think about? It is weird. Um, it's been around since ancient times. Around 1630, chlorine gas was synthesized in a chemical reaction, but not recognized as a fundamentally important substance. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You synthesized it and all, but <laughs> is it fundamentally important? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> I refuse to recognize that as such. <laughs> uh, 1630, though. That's pretty impressive. Uh, that's early, yeah. That they're It's early for a De Niro to be like, no, nah, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think I like that. I'm not recognizing you. <laughs> the Carl Wilhelm Schneel. Oh. Wrote a description of chlorine gas in 1774, supposing it to be an oxide of a new element. In 1809, chemists, plural, <laughs> suggested that the gas might be a pure element on its own. And this was concern, concerned. This was confirmed by Sir Humphrey Davy in 1810. <laughs> hey, uh, Carl Wilhelm. <laughs> yeah. What you working on? You talking about Wilhelm Scheele? Yeah, Schneel. Schneel. What are you working on in there? I'm writing a description of chlorine. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> Let me know when it's done. I'm dying to read it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Cut to one year later. Sir Humphrey Davy is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> confirmed. <laughs> Nailed it. Uh No, he was right. (laughs) Confirmed. (laughs) He's a big Sir Humphrey Davy stamp. (laughs) Boom. (laughs) Confirmed. (laughs) I love that. But Humphrey Davy named it from the ancient Greek of chloros, which means pale green. Oh, okay. To uh, chlorine. Good. So chloros. Chloros. Yeah. Isn't that fun? That is fun. I love that etymology bullshit. Um... The Broadman area, or Area 17, is the defining primary visual processing area of mammalian brains. Oh, (laughs) that means I have one, too. That's right, buddy. That's right. We both have Broadman areas. (laughs) Yeah. How do you like them apples? I I think I like it. It's good, right? It's good. I didn't know I had a Broadman area. I didn't know either. I would have been, I don't know. Talking about it more. And what does that have to do with 17 again? It's also called Area 17. Oh, Area 17. Yeah, yeah. So I guess the brain is divvied up into many areas. Well, sure. So numbered. Right. And or named by the people who numbered them, I guess. (laughs) The Broadman area or 17. Yo, put me down for 17. (laughs) Okay, Broadman. Get the chalk. (laughs) Get the chalk. (laughs) What's up? What's up Broadman's ass? What? (laughs) I just found an area. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Get the chalk chalk is great. (laughs) Yeah, but the primary visual processing area of mammalian brains. I love it. So there you go. That's great. You see this watch? (laughs) You're accessing the Broadman area. (laughs) You see this watch? (laughs) You you can. Well, you should thank your Broadman area. (laughs) Because it's a hell of a watch. (laughs) I look at it often. 
Uh, 17 is the number of elementary particles in the standard model of physics. Huh. Elementary particles. That, that, one's, that one shoots a little over my head. I don't know what an elementary particle is. No, I don't but know. But there are 17 of them, and Great. I think that's fascinating. Sure. Right? Yeah. All right. There you go. 17. Physics is just way over my head. Yeah. It's too It's much. way over my Broadman area. Yeah, right? I can't It shoots even. well over my Broadman. <laughs> Dennis Brodman? Was oh, that who that was? Boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> That's like when your, your vision's all screwy and right. everything's in a bunch of different colors. It's all leopard, it's all leopard, leopard skin. Leopard print and yes. pierced. <laughs> Age 17, buddy. Okay. This could get cringy. All right. I don't really know. <laughs> well, let's Stay see what happens. Me. In the UK, the minimum, age, the minimum age for taking driving lessons and to drive a car or van, 17. Cool. In the U.S. and Canada, it is the age at which one may purchase, rent, or reserve M-rated video games without parental consent. Hey. Now, you play some M-rated video games. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Most of the ones you play, Probably. I Probably. Yeah. Lot, right? Quite a few of them are, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because they've got a lot of violence. I was playing Red Dead very recently, and I go. walked into a room in a whorehouse, and lo and behold... Know what I saw? What? You know what I saw. I didn't. I, didn't, I don't remember what this What goes scene. on in rooms in a whorehouse? I didn't do that. Well, you have to be actively looking to do this, buddy. <laughs> I didn't get to I do feel that. like you're worried about your honor level. No, I want, my, I want, my, I, I, I want the game back so I can <laughs> che- go and check it out because I didn't get that. Well, that's, that's on you. <laughs> you know how you always mock me for just running off into the wilderness <laughs> yeah, shooting at things? Yes. Well, that's how you find the whorehouse. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. But I have had, I'm playing The Witcher 3 right now, and I've had some... You get some Full Frontal in The Witcher yeah, series. definitely. For yeah. sure. And Backle and everything. And you, Backle! <laughs> yeah. But Frontal is like, usually what we're after. <laughs> right? Like you say Full Frontal, that's the pinnacle. Sure. Full Backle is like, well, yeah, that's but nice. what about Full Frontal? <laughs> but yeah, yeah, you're right. In M-rated video games, you can you can... Run into all kinds of stuff. All kinds of stuff that you were not expecting. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Which is fun. It is fun. Thanks, Rockstar Games. They're like they're like R-rated movies. You That's know right. What I mean? Yeah. You get language. You get see, violence. You get nudity. See, you get everything. Right. You're gonna see the the naked body right. in an R-rated movie, male or female. These or days. alien, even. I've been in games where you can have sex with alien creatures, like in. Um, Oh, uh, shit. I can't remember the name. Uh, Mass oh, Effect. The Mass Effect I series. I didn't play that game. Yeah, they're like role-playing games, and you can have romances with various characters. You do a little Shatner. Yeah, a little yeah. Shatner action. Exactly, yeah. You know, a, little, a little sexy alien Yep, and you can do, you can do same sex, other alternate sex, alien sex, all oh. kinds of stuff. Well, that's yeah. fun. Yeah. Well, good for them. Yeah, they're very open-minded I in that love world. It. Yeah. Good for you guys. Was that Mass Effect? Mass good Effect. For Mass Effect. Yeah. Um, in some U.S. states and some jurisdictions around the world, 17 is the age of sexual consent. Okay. Right? Yep. 17. How do you feel about that? Seems... You said 20 was young. Yeah, that's right. I did <laughs> say that. You did say that. I said that. But you know you're on the higher end. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm out. Yeah, especially nowadays. I'm definitely... I think even back in when we were Probably. growing up, yeah, I'm we were sure on the I was later end, late of most to the party, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure I was. Not that I think early sexualization is a joking matter. I don't, but I, I think 17 is a solid age to start exploring and not be all completely weirded out by everything. Yeah, for most people, yeah, 17, 18, I guess is reasonable. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Even 16. 
You frankly, think? yeah, really? some some sixteen year olds. They're mature. Yeah. Okay. With other sixteen year olds. Right. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. Like. Yes. Yeah. Then it's not weird. <laughs> okay. After that, it's weird. Right. Um. But yeah, I you you think seventeen's good? I think it's a solid number. Yeah. It's getting. I'm basing that on that being the age I first had sex and feeling pretty great ah, about it. Ah, I see. I see. Okay, now <laughs> right? I get it. Okay. Like I could, I wasn't going to wait another goddamn second. <laughs> so there was no getting to 18. Gotcha. At all. Yeah. That I, wasn't even in the idea. In the plan. No. Yeah, I gotcha. No. What's the largest age disparity you ever had with like a girlfriend when you were a teenager? Ahem. <clears throat> I'm sorry now. <laughs> you know, like eight, like I do. how much yeah, yeah. older or you were or younger there than was a girlfriend. A, I had an like older lady in, in my in my young man days. <laughs> okay, what's I was the, with an older lady. How how many different how many years? Difference? How many different years? <laughs> how many different years? <laughs> uh, over twenty. Wow. Yeah. And how old were you at the time? Seventeen. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Wow. I know, crazy, right? This is new information. Well. I don't think I've ever heard this uh, You never asked about it. <laughs> you didn't ask me. Third, so she was 37 and you were 17? She was 38. 38? Yeah. 21 years. Wow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You win. <laughs> I, I don't know. What <laughs> do you got? It was a contest. What do you but, got? No, I was, I think when I was, when I was 18, I briefly dated a 15-year-old. And it was kind of weird. Right. All right, creep show, get out. No, get the fuck out of my house. I know, That's right? Gross. No, it was kind of, and it was kind of weird. That's super gross. And what the weird thing about it was, it wasn't just kind of weird, buddy. <laughs> That's really weird. I said it was brief. It wasn't a long time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But you're, uh, you're being expressive and honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I apologize. But uh, this, uh, the the crazy thing about it was, this girl was like way more like aggressive than I wanted her to be. Sure. You know, like she's 15 and she's yeah. like ready. You were still two years away. Exactly. Yeah. That's I'm crazy. like, I can't. I can't. No, no. Crazy. I'm sorry. I can't handle this. Wow. Good for her. Very weird that you were uh, stunted in your maturity. <laughs> it was probably because of her. And yeah, maybe because of her. Yeah. So, and I was gonna say, good for you for having to fend that off. Exactly. Because I knew it was yeah. like this is. That's I not, can't. No. I can't. No. This no. No. Not, no. No, oh, this yeah. is not acceptable. So how old was the lady you first gave yourself to? <laughs> well, if I was 20, I think she was 19. 19? Okay, yeah. right there. You yeah, guys we were right both there. about neck the same and neck, age. Yeah. if you will. Yeah. 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 <laughs> okay. Well, there we go. There you go. I mean, I don't know what to make of any of that. It's just <laughs> like everybody has their own sexual journey and their That's own, right. at their own pace. And we're, not, and we're not judging anybody Absolutely here. not. Except you were well, kind of no, judgy of me totally for a while 100% there. 100% judging you. That's <laughs> entirely too long to wait. I don't know how... How did anybody even talk to you from the ages of 17 to 20? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it just would have been like glazed over and not responsive to anything. <laughs> I don't know. I just, huh? yeah, it had to happen. Yeah. I remember reaching a threshold, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> right? 30, Not you. 38 years old. 20. Well, that wasn't my first, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, That's... the first one was with the 17, another oh, wait, 17. You were 17. She was 38. That's right. And you, and you were scoffing at me about my... 18 and 15 year old absolutely <laughs> wait because you think 17 is okay 17 is great 17 <laughs> <laughs> is perfect great. <laughs> every 38 year old should have their own 17 year old on the side or something, no i think whatever. but i think in the in the gender breakdown that it happened in it seemed finer to me <laughs> maybe that's gotcha. ridiculous right right um but a 15 year old lady seems like what are you doing 
what are you doing? But it was it was a wake- apparently you were fending her off. <laughs> it was kind of a wake up call. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, to yeah. think that fifteen year olds, you know, were were ready for we're that doing kind of it. Thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. yeah. Now they're having butt sex. Oh my god! Now fifteen year olds are just like. You could just hang them up now. <laughs> you want a 15-year-old, dude? I can get you a 15-year-old by 3 o'clock with nail polish. <laughs> oh, I'm fucked up. <laughs> All right, moving on. Moving, moving on. Uh, in the U.S., the age at which one can enlist in the armed forces with parental consent is 17. Is that right? I didn't know that. I always would think it was 18. Yeah, I guess you could bring your 17-year-old down to the old armed forces uh, enrollment place and be like, sign him up. Oh, wow. I want this fucker out of my house well, or whatever. You, but do they actually go off to the army at 17 or do you like, or you can enroll at 17, oh, but that's you a great don't question. get to go until you're it 18? It just says one can enlist, but I bet once you're enlisted, they're like, let's get this guy into boot camp. <laughs> hey, he's 17. I don't give a fuck how old he is. <laughs> right? Don't you think? I guess. They just need warm bodies, man. <laughs> that's all they're looking for. Right. They don't care how old you are. Right, right. Uh, in the U.S., at the uh, 17 is the age at which you can apply for a private pilot license. Oh. Did you know that? No. There's 17-year-olds flying <laughs> our friendly skies. <laughs> well, you're old enough to drive. I guess you're old enough to fly. <laughs> right? That seems weird to me, but yeah, I guess that's true. It's just the operation of a vehicle. Right. That still seems like, you know, one's harder. <laughs> One should maybe have a little more time behind the wheel, as it well, were. Well, you can get you can apply for a license then, but you still have to do all the you have to do all the requisite stuff. work. Yeah, you do sure. they put your hours in in your craft and all that stuff? Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, in the U.S. states and Canada, the U.K., the age at which one may donate blood without parental consent. Okay. So seventeen, boom, you're in. All the blood, all the blood you're handle. fit to give. <laughs> you, you can go pro at that point. Every bit you can of just going to be a pro blood donor. Now there are a series of songs about 17 like i'm a staggering number of songs really I'm, about 17 the or only one that's popping or, in my head is the genesee and oh my but god I'm sure dude, you're gonna blow me so, away the one these. that pops into my head is the kip winger song or it's just winger she's winger. only 17 now and this brings up a real cringy section of the podcast which <laughs> we maybe we should have a jingle for because we get here more often cringy. than not yeah, the cringy corner. <laughs> um, but this one, maybe once we get over eighteen in the numerology, it'll yeah, be like cringy. Yeah, will be over. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we'll be we'll reach adulthood. Right, exactly. <laughs> but there are so many songs about seventeen-year-old girls, wow. and I think it's because it was a little taboo, right? Sure. Right. So you got seventeen. Uh, there's a Jethro Tull song, a Kings of Leon song, a Milburn song, a Reflection song, a Smashing Pumpkins song, a Youth Lagoon song, all called seventeen. Uh, d- d- Jimmy Eat World, Matt Kearney, t- all these people. There's uh, Seventeen is the original title of "I Saw Her Standing There" by the Beatles. Oh, uh, it, there's a Sex Pistol song called Seventeen, and I want to say ninety percent of these songs are about seventeen-year-old women <laughs> and not about something right. other than she ladies. Was just seventeen. She was just seventeen. You, you know, know what I mean? What I mean. You, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, it's creepy. It's creepy. Yeah. There's a lot of them. And right. they're all talking about groupies. And for sure, they're talking about groupies. Right, for right. For sure of it. Right. It's creepy and sad <laughs> and weird, but it's a thing. You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. She was just 17. You know what I mean. Yeah. 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 Which brings to mind this crazy George Lucas story I just heard oh. on a podcast this week. What's that? He. Do you know how the, in Indiana Jones uh, and the Temple of Doom... 
they sort of alluded to his first that lady he goes back to see in that bar in Cambodia or wherever the yeah, fuck yeah. with when the guy burns his hand on the yeah. on the relic. Yeah, yeah. So that that old school lady Rose what's her Marion Ravenwood. Marion, yeah. Right? Marion, yep. Uh Ravenwood, also right. true. Yes. Also right. That's right. You that's only right. agreed with the Marion part. No, that's all right. <laughs> it's everything is right. Everything My about man. it is right. Okay, thank you. Uh Apparently, there was a meeting in which George Lucas specified that they, he wanted th- he wanted the allusion to her being young when they met to her change to her being fourteen when they met. <gasps> Whoa! And he thought he apparently he fought tooth and nail about this t- topic until Spielberg was like George, <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll say she was young. That's the best we can give. Yeah. Him. And he and apparently at some point George relented, but he thought that her being fourteen was important to the story. In what way? I don't know. That is weird. They didn't get into it on the podcast, huh. but I do trust the story. I'm trying to figure out why that age would be so important to him. I don't know. It just seems strange. Well, it seems super creepy. Yeah, it does. <laughs> right. <laughs> anyway, uh, huh? Now I'm I'm trying to go back through other George Lucas movies and look for like young ladies right. being you know right. picked up. But even in that, even in that, when when Marion and Indy are arguing in the bar, Indy was like, "You knew what you were doing." Oh, <laughs> oh my god! Oh yeah! yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and she was like, "I was a child," or whatever. Right, 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 right. It's creepy. Yes, that's. Very I was thinking creepy. seventeen. Yeah, you know. And now I'm thinking, and Indy was maybe you know in his thirties, something crazy like that. Right. But and now I'm thinking of Anakin Skywalker and oh Princess boy. What's Her Name. Oh boy. Right. But they but yeah. this is like this is childhood romance kind of thing going on. Yeah. He's six and she's like, oh, you're so cute. And he's right. like, oh, you're hot. Oh, right. Or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden he's 18 or uh, whatever. It's very weird. I no longer like anything. <laughs> I don't like anything anymore. How do you like stuff? Who am I asking? <laughs> you don't know. I don't like I, anything. I don't like anything. Shit. <laughs> I need help, guys. Tweet at me. How do you like stuff? Help me out. I really don't know how to do it anymore. So there you go. A lot of songs, and most of them are just shitty. Got it. Hopefully a few of them are like an address or something, but... <laughs> I'm, I, no, probably I'm, age. Probably most of them yeah. are about age, yeah. yeah. Um, the ratio 18 colon 17 was a popular approximation for the equal-tempered semitone during the Renaissance. Oh, yeah. Are you familiar with this? Equal-tempered, sure. Lay it on me. What do you know? Uh, J.S. Bach. Half-step or half-tone, right? J.S. Bach, it was his favorite temperament. Look at you. Look at you. <laughs> I'm so impressed. Really? <laughs> yeah, I had no idea what the equal-tempered semitone was. Does that say that in your notes about J.S. Bach it being his favorite? It does, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. how about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, how about that? <laughs> <laughs> Why well, so you're really, so shocked? That's really all I know about it is that that was his favorite temperament. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the it's the it's the musical temperament or system of tuning in which the frequency interval between every pair of adjacent notes has the same ratio. Gotcha. So, if that's where your temperament was, then there you go. He likes the symmetry. You that's know what right. I mean? He yeah. was all about symmetry and things, you know, math and all that kind of stuff. So mm. he liked it to be even. There you go. 1817, a popular approximation. How about that? Yeah. Crazy, right? That is crazy. Now, do you know about this movie, this Hitchcock movie called Number 17? Oh, my gosh. No. Oh, oh you know I'm a big Hitchcock fan. I know. Hitchcock I, fan. That's why I, I went to you on I can't imagine that I, that I don't know this movie. I went to you on this. Tell me about it, because now I want to see it. Okay. Uh, it's a thriller directed by Hitchcock in 1932. Okay. That's why I don't know of it. Why? I, the early movies, like the 30s. Oh, here we go. I kind of 
don't enjoy Within as much. Within the Hitchcock verse, you have just the... in all movies, like the 1930s. I find really tiresome. A lot of the movies really well, tiresome. They were figuring it out. That's buddy. right. They yeah. were, and that's and I, I get that. But, you know, the acting can be incredibly clunky. The writing is clunky. The you like direct, to pick it up where like, they figured it out a, exactly. a bit more. Yeah, it's like, I don't need to see these training videos. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm done with that. I, just yeah. show me a good movie. Well, they have, Not to say there aren't good movies in the 30s. There are. They thought a train coming through a tunnel was a miracle. Right. So, like, <laughs> exactly, that's, yeah. that was the basis exactly. that they were working off of in the 30s. Okay, good. Sorry, right? to, sorry to derail you. No, go ahead. no, it's fine. It's Number fine. 17. I'm... I'm, I'm sad that you don't know this movie because yeah i don't i don't know anything about it obviously but it was based on a stage play by j jefferson farjian okay who i've never heard of no uh it starred john stewart and gray and leon m lyon <laughs> which has got to be a why, stage name why did he not change his name to leo is what i can't understand <laughs> oh leo m lyon <laughs> that's pretty cool right or i am right leo i am lyon right <laughs> Uh, the film is about a group of criminals who committed a jewel robbery and put their money in an old house over a railway leading to the English Channel. Okay. The film's title being derived from the house's street number. Oh, okay. So they ripped off a joint. They put it in a house. I mean, you might like this movie. Yeah. Maybe this was one of the steps in the right direction. I'll, I'll see if I can find it. The problem is a lot of these, the, the real, like Hitchcock made so many movies, like especially when he was in England. No, for sure. Before he came to Hollywood. For sure. He was just churning out movies left and just right. Just cranking them out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so a lot of them are kind of gone, like they did, like these unimportant ones that aren't, you know, Vertigo and How Rear Window you, and stuff. Like they don't, they don't come up though on like regular TV very often. They keep coming up. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're right. I hear you. They're kind of lost to the ages. Yeah, exactly. They're way. hard to find. Yeah. So, but if I can find it, I'll check it out because I, you know I love Alfred Hitchcock. Yeah, and I would like to. Re- I'd like you to report back on that. Okay, I think that'd be fun. All right. Uh, moving into religion. Oh boy. Like we do, according to Leon Cass. <laughs> Is that Mama Cass or Papa Cass? That would well, it's Leon. Okay. He's getting larger. That's what I know about Leon. <laughs> Leon Loodle? Le- Leon. Oh, God damn it. Leon Loodle. Leon was an American physician, scientist, educator, and public intellectual, best known as a prominent of the liberal education via the great books. Oh. And an early proponent of human cloning. <laughs> <laughs> However, Leon also claimed this. And stay with me now, as you're going to want to strangle me after I read this. Okay. 17 has some significant meaning as yet not known exactly, in the book of Genesis. Okay. So there you go. We don't know what the meaning is, but it's we know it's in there. As yet not known exactly. <laughs> we think there's something important about the number 17 in the book of Genesis, yeah. but we don't know what it is. And I don't know why I can't go with as yet not known exactly <laughs> as like a daily excuse for things. Right. <laughs> why didn't you do this? As yet not known exactly. <laughs> really? <laughs> All you'd have to do is think about why you didn't do it and tell me. Not as yet, as not yet, known exactly. not known exactly. <laughs> it's an A Y N K E. A Y N K E. An Anki. Anki. <laughs> an Anki. That's an Anki. That's the old Anki for you. That's going to be an Anki. As yet, not known exactly. <laughs> well, so there you go. Genesis 17. What? Get with Leon I, Cass, make a, no, make a am, prediction. No, I don't like Leon anymore. Okay, I'm done with right, Leon. I just report the information. I don't I, want him cloned for sure <laughs> because he's not bringing any value. You know what I mean? Look, couldn't you do well with another one of you? I hear where Leon's coming from. <laughs> if I had another one of me, I'd go make him do all the shitty shit I got to do. If he had another one of him, maybe he would have figured out what 17 meant in the book of Genesis. Oh, damn, work together on this. Fuck. Get Cass and Cass. Cass and yeah, Cass. I hear you. Move your ass, Cass I, and Cass. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. 
According to Plutarch's Moralia, the Egyptians have a legend that the end of Osiris's life came on the 17th of a month, on which day it is quite evident to the eye that the period of the full moon is over. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that month. I was busy then. I remember I didn't I didn't know he had died until <laughs> until the sun was not visible in the whatever anymore. That's what happened. Quite evident to the eye. The period of the full moon is now over. <laughs> I kinda like that. If you would just <laughs> look, gaze Pierced to the heavens. Peer heavenward. <laughs> and note. Quite evident to the eye. <laughs> you see that big round thing up there? That's what we call the moon. I love it. I love it. I would like NBA ballers gesturing to the <laughs> Super Board when they think a foul has not been made. It is quite evident to the eye. <laughs> that I, myself, was not guilty of what you have accused me of, sir. Law of verticality. It's quite evident to the eye. I went straight up. <laughs> That's great. I love that. Oh, man. I love that. Quite evident to the eye is why I gave you that whole tidbit. Quite I don't evident. give a fuck about Plutarch or the Moralia. Quite evident I just wanted quite to Area evident. 17. There you go. Uh, oh, uh, look what you did. Thank you. Nicely done. It's called recall. That is nicely done. Uh, the number of rakahas that the Muslims perform during Salat on a daily basis. 17. Rakahas. Rakahas. During Salat. Yeah. All right. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> it does get a little dicey when we're talking about Muslims. Yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about but it. But I want. I but rakaha is still fun. It is. Fun. I can say that rakaha it's fun. Is fun. I don't. I mean no disrespect. And if you're doing it 17 times rakaha. a day, <laughs> I figured it out. And if you're doing it 17 times a day, it must be pretty fun. Got to like, be a thing. Yeah, it's got to right? be pretty cool. Yeah, you don't mind. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah, because otherwise, after like the 12th time, you're like, oh my god, I got five more rakahas right. to do. Right. Right. Five more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no. It doesn't seem troublesome 17 times no. a day. I wonder if it's like a singing thing. Like, you know how they do the, uh, or a prayer, like they go to the mosque and right. they pray. You made me do it. You made me do it. Oh, no. Here we go. Consists of prescribed movements and words followed by Muslims while offering prayers to God. Okay, there we go. It also refers to a single unit of Islamic prayers. Okay, so it's prayers. It's gotcha. a prayer. Yeah. It's a prayer and a movement. Yeah. Apparently, there's like a modern dance... Sure. Proponent to the prayer. Right. Which, by all means. Go for it. Express with your bodies. That's right. Yeah. Right? That's right. That's what the hokey pokey is. That's what it's all about. (laughs) That's what it's all about. (laughs) Thank you, buddy. (laughs) All right. We're moving into our grab bag of 17ery area. (laughs) 17, I found this fascinating. Okay. Stay with me. 17, described at MIT recently as, quote, the least random number. What? That's right. According to the jargon file, <laughs> which if you don't know, please look into it, people. It's so much fun. <laughs> it's a glossary used by computer programmers. Oh, that's not fun. Uh, but yeah, the jargon file is fun. But also the being the least random number, this is supposedly because in a study where respondents were asked to choose a random number between 1 and 20, 17 was most commonly chose. Huh. Which is saying a lot. That's so weird. It is weird. <laughs> wow. I know. 
So it seems like you should be playing 17 in the lottery all the time. Interesting. But right? maybe it's just about what happens in the human brain and not about what happens in out machine. in the world. Yeah. yeah. But they're saying it's the least random. Well, in, They're not saying... In terms of asking people what a random number is. Right. That was the study. But I don't think you could take this to the roulette table and make it work. Well, that's what I'm saying. Always been on black. <laughs> 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 I, I don't know it's, I don't it's know interesting it is I'd interesting. like to test that theory though. yeah I would that's very funny um, a little, little caveat this study has been repeated a number of times and it came out so with the same so it wasn't result? just this one MIT wow deal. yeah huh yeah the number of guns in a 17 gun salute that makes sense this is a salute to US Army Air Force Marine Corps generals and Navy and Coast Guard admirals okay they get 17 right but I don't know who gets the 21 I guess fallen soldiers I guess so is that right but they don't use 21 guns in a 21 gun salute ironically I they believe don't? it's 7 7 and, and 3 they shoot times, times. Right. yeah well maybe in a 17 gun salute they just go all 17 yeah exactly one shot they do full 17 yeah okay yeah all right, so twenty one is a is a fabric. I could be wrong about the whole. No, I, see, I think you're right. But I've seen like I feel like that's I feel You've like seen I've plenty seen of that. Movies. I've seen <laughs> movies or in real life where I've seen like a twenty one. Why are salute. you seeing a real life like on the news or whatever? Yeah, like okay. a, like a, like at Memorial Day or whatever. They you don't do, do that. tours of twenty one gun salutes. <laughs> no, and that's not like my hobby wild. to okay. go follow around twenty one gun right. salutes. No, like when you see like <laughs> Memorial Day observances or things like that or Veterans Day where they they'll do a twenty one gun salute. Yeah, sure. To the fallen or whatever. And in my memory, I remember that being three shots of yeah. seven guns. Yeah, whatever. that's right. That is true. They're always like, and then, <laughs> and then blue. Right? right. And they right. do that three times. Yeah. <laughs> Blam. Right? That's it. Or that's whatever exactly. the command is. I, yeah, I, I can never know. make it out. It wow, sounds yeah, like. <laughs> that's what it sounds like. I don't know. I don't know what they're saying. I don't know. I don't know either. But they all, they apparently know it means get ready to fire this thing in the air. That's right. Whatever that gibberish <laughs> is they're yelling, somebody knows what it means. That's right. Uh, let's see. During the Second World War, the four-engined heavy bomber as flown by the U.S., AAF, and other allies was known as the Flying Fortress. That was your and my B-17 bomber, buddy. The B-17 bomber. The B-17 That's bomber. Right. The most famous of all bombers. <laughs> it's a pretty famous right? bomber. There's no other bomber that yeah. you know more than the B-17. I don't know if there is. I'm telling you. What's the one in uh, in Wag the Dog, Bring It Back to Mammoth, where they say the B something bomber. What is that, it's a little secret... dig? You take a little dig at me? What? Uh, straying too far from Mammoth? No. In my numerology segment? No. <laughs> well, let's bring it back to Mammoth. Okay, fine, Bill. Let's bring it back to Mammoth. I don't you know, know what that bomber was. They, they, in, in you the movie, look it up? I will look it up. But in the movie, they, they, they talk, you know, they're always like... It's like this carrot they dangle out there, you know, that's a fictional bomber. It's like, oh, maybe it's for the B something bomber. Maybe I it's not for the B something bomber. I don't recall. I don't recall. I, I'll look it up. Okay. I'll get, I'll get Troy's help. The flying... Troy is not our intern. He's not? No, we need to... We need... That actually, we need to get back. We need to hire an intern. We do. We don't have one. If we don't have one right now, and I'm stuck here doing this. I know. Well, and this is excruciating. The we, B3 bomber is the one in Wag the Dog. I don't know that one. I'm not saying I haven't heard that all my life. Is that called the Flying Fortress? No, I don't fucking think so. <laughs> no, it's not. What did they call that one? Like the Trace or Trey? Uh, <laughs> Trey. <laughs> B-17 Flying Fucking Fortress. Buddy. It is a fortress. That's and it flies. Yes. It's a fortress that flies. Yes, exactly. That's heavy duty. In for daylight strategic bombing, there was nothing better. Oh my god. Daylight bomb. <laughs> daylight Done. strategic bombing? B seventeen. B seventeen. All day. Every time. Every day. All day. Well, 
until dusky. Right. Until, <laughs> and then you until put it, it gets away. a little dusky. And then bring and, it out again in the land morning. That thing. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's not doing yeah. any good in the, in, in the, the cover of darkness. No, no, no. Uh, it's the maximum number of strokes of a Chinese radical. <laughs> I knew you would like that one. I do. Yeah. I don't know what that means. It's but a it's... graphic component of a Chinese character. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny too. I thought it was, I thought like, <laughs> I thought of the guy at Tiananmen Square just swinging <laughs> right. 17 times. Take like, that. Oh, yeah. Chinese radical. <laughs> I get it. Uh, apologies if that was inappropriate i don't okay i don't know what is appropriate anymore no no one does (laughs) so we just do whatever we can it's like jump shot fouls in the nba no (laughs) one knows what the fuck is appropriate (laughs) that's right is that legal i don't know everybody fell down how do i know who the foul was (laughs) on blow the whistle (laughs) yeah figure it out later yeah i guess uh strokes of a radical strokes of a radical (laughs) (laughs) a memoir (laughs) it's the number of syllables in any haiku Oh, yeah. 575, baby. That's right. Right? Yeah. 575. I love haiku. Do you and like do you haiku? Know, I love haiku. I used to write haiku yeah. for funsies. They're fun. Yeah. They're really fun to they write. They really are. Do you remember any of your haiku that Not you Not offhand, but no. I'd be happy to bring some next time. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> you want to have a haiku corner? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> that would be really right. fun, have haiku corner. Okay. That's cool. I'm in. I'll well, even can, write some Glengarry themed haiku. That's what I was just going to say. We can write some new Glengarry themed haiku. All right. There we go. Next make episode. This a thing. We'll have a haiku corner. Yeah. Haiku festival. The oh, Glengarry this is haiku. too good to be true. And if anyone wants to write some Glengarry haiku, oh, to we'll be have so much show, fun on Twitter or yeah, in here. Twitter yeah, them up course, for us yeah. and we'll read them on the air. Yeah. Yeah. And it'll be super fun. Yeah. Oh, I love it. Okay. It's so fun. Glengarry related haiku. That's right. Let them five seven five. Also, we're, we're gonna, and just like so we stick it to the rules, so we yeah. know: are we going to do okay. only traditional haiku, which is five seven five, or are we going to do modern haiku, which is anything? No, each... we're not doing modern haiku. Okay, good. What the fuck? <laughs> what What are you talking about? You mean the the version where we forget all the rules? No, no, no. It's just you. You do. You you can only have a maximum of five seven five in a modern haiku. So you could have fewer than five syllables. Fewer than seven, no, fewer than five. I think it works both ways. I think you got to use them all, but not too many. <laughs> it's Price is Right. That's what makes haiku yeah. the best. I agree. I love I love the 575 it's rule. It's got to be 575. Yeah, I think it's a, a fun, yeah. creative if rule. If it's not 575, stick it up your ass. I don't want to okay. see it. I don't want to hear it. Good. I just wanted to get the rules straight okay. before we started. Well, you know I'm a traditionalist. Right. <laughs> you know that. Okay. You know I'm old school. Good. Right? Good. 575. 575. I'm all about it. And also, haiku is also its own plural. So I don't want to read any haikus. I have haikus for you. No, no, no. It's all haiku. <laughs> One haiku, seven haiku. Gotcha. That's how it goes. Okay. You hear me? I hear you understand you. what I'm saying? I do. You understand me right yes, now? Yes, I do. Capiche? I do. Okay. Fine. <laughs> Fine. Fine. <laughs> In Nordic countries, the 17th day of the year is considered the heart and or the back of winter. Oh. How about that? That's interesting. Nordic countries. Seven, and they have 17 days. They have long winters. So That's right. When you're seeing the back of winter, you're probably like, finally. Yeah, I guess, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I'll buy that. Uh, Highway 17 or Route 17 uh, is the thing. Yeah, it runs right by my house, actually. It's not far from Does where it I really? Live. Yeah, not far from where I live. Tell me about it. Uh, it's a north-south, um, you know, route. I think it goes way up and down the the country too. I think it goes all the way down to like Georgia, or whatever. I don't know. I you're talking about I seventeen? No. Okay, there is an I seventeen. I'm talking about like State Route seventeen. SR seventeen. Yeah, we're not talking about SRs here. But <laughs> we're talking about I's. We're talking about interstates. That's I'm right. not talking about interstate seventeen. <laughs> That's not what I'm talking about. No. Okay. 
Good, because that yeah, that one's in Arizona. Apparently. Oh, okay. I didn't know that either, but whatever. Yeah, but yeah, there's numbers. All the roads have numbers, <laughs> and we ride on them. That's what we do, right? Right. Seventeen, also known as Lock Seventeen, an unincorporated place in Clay Township, Ohio. Ah, okay. So Ohio. there you go. It's another number area. Seventeen, Ohio. Yeah. I wonder if these people have like pen pals in the other numbered areas. So like somebody oh, from you're seventeen from a numbered area too. <laughs> number se- the schools have kids in seventeen, right? Writing to the kids at sixteen <laughs> elementary school. You know what I mean? Exchanging right? pen pal letters. I, I, you would hope that'd be fun. Because who would love them? Yeah, cause other than another number another, dweller. That's right. right? Yeah, yeah. They, they would all, They would get each other. Takes one to know one. That's right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you get me. Yeah. Oh my god. Totally. Yeah. Seventeen was the former name of a yacht. Prior to it being commissioned in the U.S. Navy as the USS Carnelian. Ooh. So they appropriated a yacht (laughs) that was called 17. (laughs) And now it's the USS Carnelian. Carnelian, yeah. Carnelian. Yeah. Huh. Or Carnelian, could be. Oh. I don't know either. Navy. Oh, a converted yacht that patrolled the United States Navy in World War II. All right. She Way was go. named Carnelian for the semi-precious stone. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> and not for the... Is uh, this a precious stone? <laughs> and not for the, the lead ape played by Roddy McDowell in Planet <laughs> of the Apes. That would have been Cornelian. That's right. Right. Okay. No, that's absolutely USS right. Cornelian. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, in Italian culture, the number 17 is considered unlucky. Hey! <laughs> Hey, I was sorry to hear about it in 17. But 13 was lucky, if I remember correctly. That's right. Correctly. Very yeah. lucky for yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, when viewed as the Roman numeral XVII, it is then changed anagrammatically to VIXI. Huh. Yeah. Because that, I guess that translates to, in the Latin languages, translates to I lived, the perfect tense being my life is over. That's why it's bad luck. Oh, wow. I lived. Interesting. <laughs> Vixie. I lived. Vixie. Vixie? V-I-X-I. V-I-X-I. Vixie. That's right. Vixie. I lived. <laughs> Vixie. Yeah. It's over now, though. <laughs> I did live. Oh. But it's over. Oh, okay. Right? The perfect tense? I guess. Uh, fear of the number 17 is called heptadecophobia. Hmm, that's fun. Heptadecophobia. <laughs> I got it. I got it bad. <laughs> this is my 17th scotch. <laughs> I have to take a four wheel. This is I got to get to the 18th real quick. <laughs> Some species of cicadas have a life cycle of 17 years. Wow. You know this. I didn't know they lived that long. No, they live longer than that. They have wow. a, right? There's like a, there's like a living underground and then surfacing oh, every 17 that, years. Is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. And some of them are 13 years. Like there's different cicadas that hibernate for longer, but yeah. When they come out in force though, it's amazing. Like when you're like out in the country somewhere and you're driving along and you drive through this big patch of cicadas and they're all singing at the same time. Yeah. Unbelievable. It's a cacophony. Yeah. It's amazing. Right? Yeah. It's great. When I was a kid, um, we used to call cicadas Katie Dids. Did you ever do that? Call them Katie Dids? No, Bill. No. <laughs> No, I did not call them. Because it sounds like what they're saying is Katie did. Katie did. Katie did. Katie did. Really? Yeah. And you go like, who did that? Katie did. Yeah. Yeah. You've done that? Play that little game with the cicadas? For hours. (laughs) That's what you do. 
It's like an improv scene with the cicadas <laughs> right. where you just have to keep repeating the same That's thing. Right. It's like that old Meisner exercise. Yeah, there's tons of those repeaty, acty exercises yeah. that I've done over the years. That, right? you, that you've done over the years? That we've all done, but I've done. That we've done over the years? What, what's happening? What's right happening oh, right I see. now? I see. Oh, I see. Oh, I get it now. I get it now. Yeah, do you get it now? I get it now. Do you get it now? Do you get it do now? Do you get it now? I get it now. Do you get it now? I get it now. Do you get it now? Now I get it. Now you get it? Oh, now I get it. Now you get it. Now. Now you get it. I get it now. Now you get it. Yeah. I hate those. Yeah, they're the worst. <laughs> they're the worst. I'm glad we just did 30 seconds of it. Yeah, to show how bad they are. They're terrible. But they're not terrible. Let's be honest. They're okay. Really? It's like a layup line. You know, it's not it's not going to help you much, but no. it's, you do it. I guess. You do it. Yeah. You get the blood flowing. I suppose. It's a layup line, buddy. I, I, it's not like a full-out practice. It's a layup line, but practice? you need it sometimes. We talking about practice? <laughs> we ain't talking about the game. <laughs> we ain't talking about the game. We talking about practice? <laughs> One of my favorite all-time moments of any athlete ever. Oh, my God, yes. It's the best. It is the best. It's simply the best. I love you, AI. <laughs> Uh, the number to call police in France. 17. Huh. Yeah, 17. I wonder if it's in a lot of rap, French rap songs. I bet like it is. Songs. I bet it is. I also like how they trimmed down the three-digit police call to a two-digit. That's good. That could make all the difference. Ta- time counts. Right? You know, Especially yeah. Especially when you're contacting the authority. That's right. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, I like it too. Let's trim it down. Okay. Why can't we? Why can't it be eleven? Three, one, eleven, eleven. Perfect. 11, yeah, just eleven. The same number twice is easier to dial. Boom, than, boom. Yeah, than bap, bap. two different numbers. Bap, bap, bap. Right. Bap, bap, bap. <laughs> it could make all the difference. That little. It could. Yeah, I agree. Force Seventeen is a special operations unit of the Palestinian Fatah movement. Okay. Right. Yep. <laughs> sure. He said right sure. like, right, yeah. right Yeah of course We all love that movement Oh my god right? 417 love it Fatah forever uh, The number of the French French Department Of the Maritime Division Also confusing Because I just thought That that's how you called the police So <laughs> Ahoy matey I don't know what's I'm sorry on. I was trying to get the police <laughs> Arr You dialed the wrong 17 Hey wee wee <laughs> This is the water version <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I was looking for land police. <laughs> hey, for a good maritime, call us. Okay? You know, whatever. Good maritime. Okay. The g- declared percentage of alcohol content by volume of a Bailey's Irish cream. 17%. That's right. Oh, I could go for one of those right what now. What are you talking about? Oh, my god. You don't like Bailey's? That. No. Irish cream? It's an cream? abomination. Mm, it's an abomination. So abomination. Goes down so easy. So sweet and gross. Oh, yeah. Too sweet. Yeah. Oh, boy. A milkshake. Like an <laughs> Irish cream milkshake. We're going to move on because oh. you're clearly getting aroused. <laughs> <laughs> the flight number of the Malaysian Airlines flight that was shot down on the 17th of July in 2014. Remember that plane that went missing? Kind of. Remember we thought it was, it just had disappeared and for weeks it was like, we don't know what happened to this plane guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, turns out it got so shot a lot down. of 17s in that. It was July 17th. July 17th. And it was this And it was Malaysian 17. Airlines Flight 17. Huh. That's right. Huh. I wonder if there's a connection. I was intrigued by that story because I'm like, how do you lose a plane? <laughs> how did you just lose it? We forget how big the world is, It's though, true, sometimes. but you knew when you stopped hearing from it <laughs> you know, like they have everything in place right. to find a plane. Yeah. Yeah. So whenever they say we couldn't find it, I go like, 
Right. <laughs> sure you couldn't. <laughs> Why would it have been embarrassing to found it the way you found it? Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. Uh, the record number of concerts performed in a single year at Madison Square Garden by the band Fish. Oh, Fish. In 2017. Sure. I'm going to say that was 16 and a half too many shows. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so apologies to all fish fans out there but <laughs> your jam bands can sad <laughs> that's suck a dick in case anyone didn't know yeah in case you skipped last week's episode moving into sports hey who would skip an episode i don't know right it could happen these need to go in chronological order if you're going to stay true to what grace is spitting out that's right 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 17 is the number of the longest winning streak in National Hockey League history. Oh, wow. The Penguins did that in 93. Hmm. Yeah. It's not a lot of games that when was... you think of winning streaks. Yeah. It's 17 for a hockey. For hockey, that's a good, lot, though. though. Yeah, because those, yeah. you know, those are low-scoring, tight games. Yeah. You know? They get they win three or four in a row, and everybody kind of goes like, whew. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Larry Ellison had a victorious 2013 America's Cup. Uh, racing his yacht that bears the name 17. Okay. How about that? Well, he should be careful because the Navy is going to come looking for that fucking yacht. That's right. I know. (laughs) That's crazy. Maybe he named it 17 hoping. Maybe. That it would be... Commissioned. Commissioned, right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 17 is the number of the record for the most NBA championships in NBA history (laughs) by a franchise. That franchise happens to be the greatest American franchise in sports history. The Boston Celtics. (laughs) 17 championships, buddy. There you go. That's a lot of banners. (laughs) It is. A lot of banners hanging up there. That's right. Lots of them. A lot of Red Auerbach cigars. A lot of them. Yeah. We'll come back to this, actually, when we get into jersey numbers, which we're going to slip into right now. Okay. Dizzy Dean wore number 17. Okay. And I found the rhyme pleasing. Dizzy Dean wore 17. I like. I love it. it. I have a great Dizzy Dean story. If you'd like. Oh yeah, I love it. He was once. Uh, do you know Dizzy Dean? Once, first of all, beamed like I think a record number thirteen batters in a row. He just oh, had no. a meltdown and just kept hitting guys. <laughs> I've done that in MLB nineteen, the show. On not, purpose? not nineteen, but in the game. Yeah, where you just, just get so frustrated. Guys. You had I'm a Dizzy like, Dean moment. I had a Dizzy Dean just start beaning guys. That's how yeah. he got his name. He w- he just was l- lose his fucking mind. Wow. But was also a phenomenal pitcher when he was locked in. So this rookie comes up to bat and gets right up on the plate and starts digging in, like starts kicking in with his cleats, you know, like, but a lot, but staring down Dizzy Dean while he's digging in there with his cleats. And Dizzy says, you better keep going till you get six feet down. Oh, <laughs> How great is that? Wow. He was like, you keep digging in against me. That's right where they're going to bury you. Whoa. And I was like, Dizzy. Damn. Dizzy was a badass. He was. Diz- don't fuck with Dizzy. No. No. <laughs> get in the back of the box. <laughs> Stand way off the plate. That's right. Right? Wow. Hope he gives you something inside. <laughs> oh. Boy. Wow. Yeah. Dizzy Dean. Crazy man. Doug Williams and Daryl Waltrip. Oh, sure. Also 17. Well, Waltrip didn't wear 17. In a way, he did. I the, guess wearing a car. If he got in a crash, he might have been wearing it. <laughs> he might have been wearing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, moving on to the beloved association, 154 players have worn the number 17. Yeah, nothing. Where someone could take that number over but, and, and claim it, you know? Okay, but some great, some all-time greats have worn 17. Okay. So I don't know that even if you had designs on make, becoming the most famous 17 ever, there's one guy who you just never get past. Gotcha. Ever. Like, ever. Okay. I don't care how good you are. 
There's one guy you could never be better. Than. Okay. All right. I wonder what team he might be on. <laughs> he sees right through me, folks. <laughs> but before we get to him, let's talk about Sweet Lou Amundsen. Oh, my God. <laughs> who, who wears number 17? Oh, boy. Uh, moving on. Vincent, did anyone ask you? Oh, sure. Vincent right? asked you. Yeah. Brent and John Barry. Couple of Barry brothers, oh, they both were seventeen. Number. That's that. right, right. Okay. Mike Dunleavy. Oh, sure. You know Mikey Dunleavy, yeah, right? Naturally, right? <laughs> naturally. <laughs> Mario, the ultimate glue guy, Ellie. Oh, no. seventeen for years. My favorite Irish basketball player. <laughs> He's Mary, not Irish. Mario Ellie. Nope. <laughs> it is confusing though. <laughs> oh, Ellie. Uh, Rick, is it time to start my post NBA modeling career yet? Fox wore number seventeen. Remember oh, Rick Fox, yes. handsome devil he was. Yes, Rick Fox. Uh, Jeremy Lin, Sanity Lin, oh. still wears number seventeen. Togo Palazzi <laughs> <laughs> played for the Celtics one season, nineteen fifty-two, out of Union City, New Jersey. <laughs> Togo Palazzi. <laughs> now I think I understand where Rolo Tomazzi came <laughs> Isn't from. Isn't that great? <laughs> right. I wanted to say that. Did you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> that was exactly. How do what you say Togo Palazzi and not think of Rolo Tomazzi? I don't know. That was, that was all that came into my head. Was <laughs> Me Rolo, too. Was uh, you know Kevin Spacey sitting in the kitchen with a bullet in his belly, Rolo. going Pogo. <laughs> Togo. 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 Palazzi. Right. Yeah. And Cromwell being like, hey, hey. rest easy, boy. <laughs> <Right. laughs> That's such a great movie. That's so good. Uh. So I could watch it every day. Uh, Chris High and Tight Mullen. Oh, more number 17 yeah. in his whole career. That's right. You, you're right. You couldn't get better than nope, him. Not him. No one not him. Be not him. him. But he does wear his 17 because of the 17 I'm going to reference. Uh, okay. Um, JJ, I get why you hate me. Reddick wears uh, 17. And I do, even though he's on my team, I do hate him. You don't hate him. I do. You don't. I do. Why do you hate him? I don't know. Because he just, was a dookie. There's that. And he's just generally unlikable. He, and I think he gets it. That's what I love about him. <laughs> he's like, yeah, I, I wouldn't like me either. <laughs> I mean, look at me. Yeah. I'm the worst. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. No one wants to hang out with me. No, they all hate me. <laughs> They don't even let me have a locker in the locker room. I'm dressing out of a gym bag in the bathroom. Right? Yeah. Yeah. He ha he's just has that hateable quality. Yeah, I don't know why. But he's probably, ultimately, he's probably a great teammate. He seems like he's a pretty good teammate. Yeah. Uh, Dennis, the German vermin Schroeder. Oh, Dennis Schroeder. You sure. like the German vermin? You know I like him, yeah. I don't, I don't care for him You don't all. like him? No. Is it the patch? It's not the patch. It's the whole thing. The patch doesn't help. But it's the, whole, it's the whole thing. It is. It's the whole thing. I like him because he's German. Well, why do you, why, that's nothing to like about somebody. <laughs> Buddy? I imagine, because I imagine him like like staying, like speaking German on the court. Like I'm sure he speaks English, but it would be just be fun. Like, you know, like, yeah, yeah, do dunk. Do, do, you know, whatever. Just speaking German. Which yeah, I can't yeah, say. do dunk. <laughs> Guys in suits, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's good. Oh, shooting, good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. PJ Tucker, wears seventeen. Oh, sure. You like PJ? The Rockets. He's your kind of guy. He's Seems a scrappy like your kind of guy. Scrappy. scrappy, defensive guy. Right, right. Yeah. Lunch pail guy. Yeah. Uh, Jonas, the Lithuanian lout Valanciunas. Oh, sure. Can't stand him. Can't stand him. Anderson, sideshow Bob Hare Varajal, wore seventeen forever <laughs> and ever. <laughs> And that brings us to the greatest 17 to ever lace him up. Uh-huh. 
John Hondo Havlicek. Oh, uh, sure. And it just turns out that we lost him as per this recording. We lost him this week. That's right. Very sad. Just a couple days ago. Very yeah. sad. Staggered me. Took. I had to take a few few moments off. Then. Oh, it was, it was tough. My condolences. Hondo. Hondo. Yeah. There's no one. No one was better. One of the in greats. that era. Yeah. Havlicek stole the ball. One of the 50 right? greats of yeah. all time still, like even though that happened 20 years ago or right. more, that he's still on that list for sure. Um, some highlights, some Hondo highlights. Okay. 13-time All-Star, eight-time NBA championship. By the way, 8-0 and in those championships. Never wow. lost a champion. That's crazy. Uh, 17 worn by Chris Mullen because of Hondo. Drafted also as a receiver for the Cleveland Browns. Well, how about he that? He was a three-sport athlete in college. Could have played baseball, too, apparently. And you'd be mad at him if he wore 17 on the football but field. I hated that. <laughs> as a receiver? <laughs> I'd be like, fuck Hondo. <laughs> hate that guy. <laughs> Scored a Celtics record 50 po- 54 points in a playoff game against the Hawks in 71. Wow. That's amazing. And then this stat just blows me away. Every time I read it, and I've heard it a million times in my life. He played all 48 minutes of all seven games of the 69 finals. That's crazy. All 48 minutes of all seven games. Yeah, that's crazy. Hondo. Yeah. (laughs) We're not fielding a five without Hondo. No. Never came out of the game. (laughs) Never once stepped out. Uh Uh-uh. Didn't even say, like, can I just get a quick blow? Nope. Nothing. Didn't want it. No gesturing to the bench. No. Guys, can I get a breather? Nothing. No. It's just amazing to me. It is amazing. That'll never happen again. Yeah, you're right. Ever. No. No one will ever play all minutes of one game. That's right. Let alone all seven. Right. Hondo. 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 Would you call me Hondo? Sure, Hondo. At least the rest of of this segment. Sure, Hondo. Which is now over. (laughs) Thanks, buddy. You got it, Hondo. All right. It seems like you're taking no joy in that. What do you mean? You're just you're like reciting it like what? as a matter of course. You're not like getting into it. What? You're not. I don't know why you can't breathe some life into it. What? Sure, Hondo. What? You got it, Hondo. What? Just like just let it roll out. Just <laughs> casually say it like the, you call me it all the time. Okay, Hondo. <laughs> Was that better? That's better. Okay. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> all right. Okay, buddy. Okay. Well, there we are. Oh, that was great, Hondo. Why? <laughs> Why is it so excruciating to you that I that my numerology segment ends in some Celtics buffoonery? <laughs> I don't you know. You hate that so much. What do you mean? I wonder what team he plays for this <laughs> week. You hate it. You hate when I when I laud the greatest American sports franchise of all time. <laughs> I grew up hating those guys. Yeah, That's well, why. but you can't deny what they are. No, just. What, what are you doing? It seems very clear to the naked eye or whatever the fuck. If you just look <laughs> evident, up at the band, Evident to, evident the, to, to the, the naked eye to, or yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> so there you go. Just look at the banners, buddy. That's all you need to know. That's part of the problem. 17 though, of those right? fuckers. I mean, you know. Right. They're like the damn Yankees. Yeah, exactly. They're always winning everybody. Right. Exactly. Sure. Yeah. I get it. I get yeah. it. <laughs> I get it. See what I'm saying, Hondo? I do. <laughs> I do. Okay. I could really get used to it. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I like it. Okay. <laughs> I like it. All right. It's kind of like Zumbo. It is similar to right? Zumbo. It's Zumbo Hondo. Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Hondo Zumbo. That's a bit similar. of a problem. <laughs> well, here we are at the PDB. PDB. I don't mean to hold things up anymore That's with my Hondo right. love. But well, thank you. We for did that. just lose him, and he was one of the greats. That's right. He was. Thank you. Well, it's my pleasure. Hondo. <laughs> um, so now, <laughs> for this week's uh, minute... 
we have uh, another. Um, yeah, so uh, we're we're gonna go check in with Blake, who when last we saw him, you know, I love that. Yeah, had fire. Was firing Williamson. Said fire. Get out of here. Yeah. Hit the matter bricks. of time, right? Yeah. Right. They had they they didn't need him anymore because there was really no sales force, so they fired him. That's right. And who knows? Maybe they're looking for a new manager. I don't know. He doesn't even have people to marshal. That's right. Right. That's There's no marshaling. Right. No. No. You get, get and, cut the cut the cut the fat. And he wasn't. You know? Yeah. Cut bait. Let's go. That's right. And especially him, like he's just he was just so ineffectual. There's I'm no trying to run an office here. Right. Exactly. <laughs> who could put up with that for very long? I don't know. Right. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so, well, let's see what's going on today. I guess. Something fun will happen. I guarantee that. So, that's the job. Managing the salesman. Any questions? Nah. Now, I see you have plenty of managerial experience on your resume. That's good. Yeah, that's right. So let's say you got the salesman in a room and you're getting ready to hand out the leads. What do you, what would you say to the salesman? Motivate them. I goes like this. I says, listen up, you mugs. I got one thing to say to you and it's two things. Shut and up. Shut up. I'm intrigued. Go on. Shut up. I'm talking here. I let you talk. Now I'm the one talking. So shut up. So then I goes around the room. I gives them all a secret code name, like uh, I'm Mr. Black. Uh-huh. That one there, that's Mr. White. This other one here is Mr. Purple. And you, for example, you're Mr. Pink. Then I says... Why am I Mr. Pink? Shut up, because I picked the names and you're Mr. Pink. Fuck you. That's my name. Shut up. Why can't I pick my own color? No way. No way. Tried it once, doesn't wake. I pick you Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink sounds too close to Mr. Pussy. How about I'm Mr. Poiple. That sounds good to me. I'll be Mr. Poiple. You're not Mr. Poiple. You're Mr. Pink. What the fuck difference does it make what color you are? Well, it's easy for you to say. You're Mr. Black. You have a cool sounding name. What's the matter, tough guy? Your manhood threatened? Your flapjack buttercup shoots and ladders mucus membrane? Okay, fine. I'm Mr. Pink. Forget about it. Let's move on. It's beneath me. I'll move on when I feel like it. (sighs) Give me a scratchy voice shouting over this bullshit. Now shut up. So then I says to them, I says... But I can... Get another color, right? I mean, that's the thing. You're Mr. Pink. Now shut up. why? I mean, what difference does it make which color you are? Shut up. I'm the one who decides your name. You don't like it? I'll get some other guy in here. Now let's get to work. That's great. Wonderful. I really appreciate your flexible attitude. That's something we encourage here at Premier Properties. Shut up, will yous? No, we're good. I get your management style. I like it very... It's very Mitch. Shut up. I ain't finished. You got any acronyms? I love this. I said shut up. It's okay. I'm sold. I'd like to offer you the position. Shut up. Hey. Fella, I'm offering you. I told you to shut up. But I want you to shut up. You see this watch? Shut up. You see this watch? Shut it. You see this watch? Shut up. You see it? Shut it. Watch. Shut up. You see it? Shut up. You see it? Shut up. You see this watch? Shut up. All right, pal. This isn't going to work. Get out. Shut up. I said get the fuck out. You bet I fucking will. I don't want this shitty job anyway. I ain't never going to wake for some fairy goes around calling himself Mr. Pink. Now, wait a second. That's See you, Tinkerbell. Cock. Sucker. Okay, who else we got? That was never going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that was never going to work. You don't think? I think they could have just looked at anyone else in the world and been like, are we ever going to make this work? No. <laughs> There's no way those two make it work. 
But on on the one hand, you look at him and say, okay, here's a tough guy. Right. Probably has some nefarious doings in his background. There's no question. Knows how to get people to do things that are a little nefarious. No question. Maybe we can make it work. You yeah. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good organizer, gets things organized. He's got a plan. But you got to hire for the company picnic as much as you got to hire for the office. You know what I mean? Are they having a company picnic at Premier Properties? Are you kidding me? (laughs) Have you not had my egg salad? (laughs) Fucking amazing. I remember that year Roma and Moss were in the three-legged race together. (laughs) Oh, what a disaster that was. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. I love it. The Premier Properties, that's... Fuck you, Ricky. <laughs> you got the leg of a short guy. <laughs> Just trying to muscle into the sack right. with Ricky. I love it. I love it. Uh, you see this potato salad? <laughs> you see this potato salad? I know you like home cooking. I put leeks in this potato salad. <laughs> home cooking. Home cooking. <laughs> By the way. We haven't happened on a new segment, but the GGGR company picnic is pretty great. That is pretty amazing. That's not, that's not bad. Not bad at all. Right? Yeah. Not that uh, we have to get into it now. No, but... but something you know, to think about moving forward. That's absolutely right. Right? It's absolutely so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, that would be fun to see. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Someday. Right? <laughs> Pin the lead on the mark. <laughs> <laughs> right you, you blindfold right. them you spin them around <laughs> send them towards the mark that's right. right that's right yeah it's a lot of fun i love it <laughs> i love it i love it they have like an obstacle course where you like steal the leads you know what i mean like that's you know right. at the end of the thing you that's right pile of leads there to steal that's right yeah and you got to pick up the phones you got to get way. the phones back to the thing but then you can't bring the leads and the phones at the same time <laughs> So you got to leave some of the leads, take some of the phones. Yeah, there's a lot of strategy involved. The strategy. (laughs) The strategy. Yeah, the company picnic. Mitch and Murray are there, of course. Of course they are. Naturally. Where else would they be? Oh, man. They're the leaders. It's their favorite time of year. They have to give a speech or something. That's right. A toast. Or a toast. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Have you ever been to a company picnic? No. Me either. Does it seem like something I would do? (laughs) No, but I mean, I've, I've never been to one and I don't know anyone who's ever been to one i wonder if it's one of those things that just doesn't exist anymore oh there are company picnics what, <laughs> what are you saying that's what i'm asking there are definitely company picnics. have you seen them well i work for theaters we're not really company picnic people yeah but who is companies <laughs> <laughs> like if you do logistics uh-huh there's probably a softball team <laughs> A book club, <laughs> movie watchers on Wednesday nights, because everybody's sad, and then there's a company picnic. Because <laughs> everybody's sad. Right? And, th- and there's an annual, it's like once a year during the summertime, you have a company picnic. Yeah, that seems right. Probably around the 4th of July, right? And everybody gets drunk. So it's sort of like the, the Christmas party, where everybody gets drunk. Exactly. It's but it's outdoors. Six months, and... six months out Christmas party. Right. Right? Yeah. It's the half Christmas party. And you get drunk and you do something embarrassing in yeah, front of your you boss have some or whatever. Beer, you play a little paddle ball. Okay. You blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you, blah you know blah, what I'm blah. saying? <laughs> you do stuff. Everybody brings a dish. Uh. <laughs> right? You see what I'm Or it's catered depending on the company. You sure. Know? Sure. Right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 There was one company I worked for. They, did, they would do like a fun day once a, a year. I made a pasta salad this year. <laughs> I used little pepperonis in it. <laughs> I'm not scared. <laughs> 
I'm not scared. He's not scared. Blake is the culinary mastermind. You see this pasta salad? <laughs> yes. You see this pasta salad? Exactly. <laughs> you get it. I made that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. I get it. You do? Uh-huh. You're all caught up now. I think so, yeah. And now it seems like something you would do. Well, like I said, work, one time work I, worked, outings. Well, I worked at this place and they would have a fun day, like once a year, quote unquote fun day. And the one fun day I attended while I worked there, what? You're shaking your head. Yeah, I'm shaking my head. Why? Because you just got done saying you never went to a company picnic. It was not a company picnic. You it went was to a, a fun fucking day. fun day. It was, uh, you're not. Like, was it in the summer? I don't remember. No, it was chilly-ish, I think. Oh, okay. But what we did for fun day was a pizza tour of Brooklyn. Oh. So yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. That's not a fun day. No, and it wasn't a picnic. So we were <laughs> we were in a bus. Like tell a, you what, that's no picnic. <laughs> <laughs> like a small, you know, like a tour bus kind of thing, and you rode around. Right. And the tour guide would tell you like where we were going and what pizza place we were going to and its history or whatever. And then we'd go and we'd eat pizza there, and we'd drive to the next one and eat pizza there. How can you can do that at two places? What before, before you're, you're full done? of fucking pizza? Yeah, it was. Uh, it was, but it's like a day long thing. So no, they, it is not. They stretch it out so <laughs> not that if you, I do it. <laughs> they try to stretch it out so that you and they don't give you that much pizza at each place, which was also a disappointment because I wanted more pizza. Right. So you just spend the day hungry and unsatisfied. That's right, riding around in a fucking van. Yeah, in New York City traffic. No, thank you. Great fun. No, thank you. Fun day. Uh, so yeah, that's what happened. That's what happens. <laughs> All right, top of the minute. <laughs> well, fun day is. Consecutive. <laughs> I hate Makes fun you sad. Day. I hate fun. Day. I hate it. So at the top of this minute, we're uh, in Blake's office, right? And he's holding an interview. Apparently, he's interviewing for the right. manager position. It seems as so, right? Because he says that's the jo- that's the job. He's just finished explaining the job. So that's the job, right? Managing the salesman. Boom. Uh, and this guy he's interviewing looks a lot like right, the then guy. Then we wheel around, the camera right. wheels around, and we see who he's been talking to. Right, right. And it's a guy we recognize. Looks like the guy from Reservoir Gr- Dogs. Old grizzled old bald guy. That's right. Yeah. Right? <laughs> That's right. Right? He's all grizzled he's up. He's all grizzled up. He's in like a black suit. Looking you know? extra grizzly. Yeah. yeah. He looks mean and yeah. tired and yeah. angry. And he's lit from the side. So he's, yeah. like, he's got half a face that looks a little grotesque. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. The lighting in Blake's office isn't great. Well, you not, know, I mean, when he conducts business night. at night, he right. likes it to be maniacal. That's right. <laughs> right? So that he can lean back in his chair and be obscured in shadow. That's right. Yeah. But still have a place to hold out his watch. <laughs> Into the light. In case they exactly. need to see it. You see this? You see this watch? <laughs> yeah, I see this watch. You're holding it in the light. I see it. <laughs> Looks good. It's a nice watch. What do you want from me? Uh, so. He says, uh, I see you've got some managerial experience on your resume. He right, likes that. Right. And then uh, he Blake sets up the scenario, sort of a role play. What would you do if? What would you do? You got all right. the salesmen in the room. Right. You're, you're handing out the leads. What would you say to get them motivated? That's right. And this guy goes into a somewhat familiar. He only knows one way. Right. <laughs> That's right. That's what we've learned. That's exactly he's right. He's got a way. Yeah, he's going to do it's his way or the highway. And it's his way or the highway. That's right. 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 And so he's going to do it his way. So he, he first he tells all the <laughs> the mugs to shut up. Right. Use mugs. Right. Yeah. And and Blake is likes that. He's he, like, oh, yeah. I like yeah, I like yeah. this. It's, Fucking abuse these fuckers. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. Right. Go further. Yeah, that's you can right. take that yeah. a lot further. That's right. Yeah. Um, and then uh, he says uh. He's kind of upset that Blake said something during his little speech here. So he's like, look, I let you talk. Now you're supposed to let me talk. Right, right. Shut up. My turn. Right. 
So then he t- goes through this thing where he goes around and he gives everybody a uh, a code name. He gives himself Mr. Black. Right. He points out an, uh, someone who's not there as Mr. White. <laughs> By way of example. Exactly. exactly. Right. And then right. another imaginary person, Mr. Purple, and he gives Blake Mr. Pink. Which, which seems come out of the blue. Really? Yeah. yeah. You think why? Yeah, it just seems like there's only two guys in the room. It comes out of the blue. You're calling a dude Mr. Pink to, <laughs> to get to him. Really? Right? You You're doing it on purpose. Oh, you think that was what it was? Yeah, you don't think? Uh, it could be. Yeah. Because you got two guys who are very like macho. This is alphas. Exactly. Right. Going at each other That's here. That's right. So he's trying to show him who's boss. Bucking for position. That's right. And you uh, you make a guy seem uh, less than by calling him Mr. Pink. That's right. Right? That definitely could be what's happening And there. he definitely he takes a moment. He's like, you, for example. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take your sorry ass. <laughs> Mr. Pink. Mr. Pink. <coughs> and uh, Blake is like, well, why am I Mr. Pink? And yeah, he doesn't like it. No, he doesn't like it. Not he's- unlike a Buscemi. That's right. Who also did not like it. That's correct. Right. And so the other guy's like, well, look, I, I choose the names and I say you're Mr. Pink. And Blake comes back with the familiar, fuck you. That's my That's name. That's my yeah. name. I already have a name. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need Mr. Pink. He's got two. I'm fuck you. He's got two, in fact. Yeah, That's he's right. He's got Blake and he's got a fuck you. That's right. Doesn't need a third. No. What's he going to do with that? That's right. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, so they... They go on this little argument about who gets to pick whose name. Uh, Bla- Blake is like, well, why why can't I pick my own color? And the other guy's like, I tried that before one time. Didn't they? All, they almost got away from it, but then Blake then comes, comes back. back yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We okay, haven't quite got there yet. Oh, okay. My mistake. That's okay. So the other guy says, tried it once, doesn't work. Doesn't work. No way. Sure. I pick. Uh, and then Blake says, Mr. Pink sounds too close to Mr. Pussy. Right. Which is uh, what you were talking about as far as sure. the, like, you know, yeah. lording it For over. For the thing. unenlightened, it's demeaning. Right. You know, if you took it's it that unmasculine. way. If you're that kind of guy, it's unmasculine. Pink happens to be my favorite color. That just can't be true. Why not? Well, I mean, I'm, I don't, I'm seeing like gender specifications aside, it's just not a good color to look at. What? It's like Pepto Bismol. <laughs> I mean, Pepto Bismol ball is that color, right? But it's still my favorite color. Why is it your what you? Okay, first of all, you don't own anything that's pink. Mm. I never see you wear anything that's pink. No, I used to have a pink T-shirt that I really loved, but it's like that, that was years ago. Okay, but it's still my favorite color. Do you? Okay, do you have other T-shirt stories you'd like to share right now? Or <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it's your favorite color, uh-huh. for example, uh-huh. my favorite. Color to wear is black, not a color, right? So my favorite color is green. What am I wearing right now? Green. It's green. Right. You see? I have several (laughs) green things because it's my favorite color. (laughs) There are several green things in my house. Know why? Why? Favorite color. (laughs) Surround yourself with the thing that you love best. (laughs) What do you have? What? Browns and bullshit. (laughs) I don't have to wear it for it to be my favorite color. Or own color. it. You don't have it anywhere. Sure. It's not, it's not represented in any pictures in your home. None of your furniture. None of your none of your dish choices. Nothing is pink. It's still my favorite you color. You can't claim that it's your favorite color if you own nothing that's pink. Yes, I can. No. Yes, I can. No. Yes, I can. Proof yes, I can. Yes, I can. <laughs> Anything you can pink. <laughs> 
I can say no pink <laughs> too. There's no pink. It's, no I, pink. It's still my favorite color. No pink. It's still. How can it be your favorite if you don't have it around you? That doesn't make any sense to me. Well, I don't know, <clears throat> but it's still my favorite color. I, why are you saying that? What? What are you basing it on? When you see it, you feel the best that you feel when you see all the colors? Yeah. No, that can't be true. <laughs> what are you basing that it's your favorite on? <laughs> what? Wait, I have to justify yes. my favorite color? Yes. <laughs> Only because you don't represent that it's your favorite in any way. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, uh, that's uh, it's been my favorite color since I, as long as I can remember. Is that right? Yeah. Well, tell your life. Explain to your life that you enjoy this color. Have it around you. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Never knew any. It's so deprecating. <laughs> I need to deprecate every bit of my life. Oh, my God. <laughs> I can enjoy it without having to have my where whole... Where do you enjoy my it? My whole wardrobe Wait, be pink. Where do you enjoy it? I don't know. Whenever I see it. Like on somebody else? Like if somebody's wearing a pink dress? Yeah, you're like, like oh, that's, that's very cool. pleasing. Yeah. yeah that's Weirdo. Exactly <laughs> Super weirdo. Plus, there's like, what, two or three flowers <laughs> that you might weirdo. see in the wild that are pink? Yeah, that's nice. Super like that. weirdo. <laughs> Unbelievably weird. That's not weird. It's totally weird. No, it's, not. it's totally weird. It's not weird. Well, guess who's Mr. Pink from now on? Me. Yeah. Okay, Hondo. That's right. <laughs> okay. This is Hondo and Mr. Pink coming at you in the morning. That's, uh, hey, this yeah, is call little, us and tell us morning. what your favorite colors are. <laughs> good morning, folks. <laughs> it's time for Hondo and Mr. Pink in the morning. <laughs> I'm Mr. Pink, and that's Hondo over there. <laughs> I hate morning radio. I, well, that's the worst. It is the worst. That's what we're goofing on. Right. Okay. Um, Pink is not your favorite color. It is. No, it can't be. It is. It can't be. Okay. Uh, it sounds too close. Are you a particular fan of February in the NFL? Do you what? love all that? What are you talking about? See, you don't love pink. Oh, yeah. That's all they wear in February in the NFL. <laughs> pink towels. Pink tights. I like that. Pink helmets. Yeah. Pink sneakers. <laughs> It's for breast cancer awareness. I understand that, pal. I understand that, pal. <laughs> Is this an improv exercise? <laughs> I like pink. It's my favorite color. No. <laughs> no, it isn't. No, it is not. That's, Im that's impossible. <laughs> okay. It just can't be. All right. All right. Whatever you say. All You're right. the expert on what my favorite color is. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Because if it was your favorite color, you'd have it <laughs> in or on or around you. I mean, I also like purple. I like purple. But it's not your favorite. Pink. I prefer your favorite pink. favorite is pink. But I like purple a lot, too. But you have purple things. I do. I have purple shirts and But things. no pink things. Right. Well, there's sort of Why have a, you forsaken pink? Why? There's sort of a social stigma about wearing pink stuff around. But if it's your favorite... But why do I have to justify that it's my favorite by wearing it or on my well, body? Well, no, you all the would time? want to wear it I if don't it was to. your favorite. I don't have to justify my choices to the world by wearing that color all the time. This is insane. This is insane. No, it's not. This is insane. Everybody has the majority of the clothes and the color they like best. <laughs> That's what happens. That's what happens. Not if you're me and it's pink. <laughs> so you're afraid of the stigma. So you won't be who you are. I don't look particularly good in pink. No, well, that's for sure. Yeah. But that's most of the colors. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, so. But pink makes me look even more like uh, pasty. Sort of washed out. Yeah, washed out. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It does, There's no that. contrast. Yeah, yeah. You'd look corpsey. You, know? in pink. <laughs> you would. Nobody so, would say, isn't he pretty? In <laughs> no, that's no right. That. No one would say that. Yeah. So that's another reason I don't wear it. Okay. Thank you. All right. Now then. <laughs> Blake says, Mr. Pink sounds too close to Mr. Pussy. How about I'm Mr. Poiple? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds good to me. Yeah. I'll be Mr. Poiple. I'll be Mr. Poiple. He's like giving it back to him a little bit with the Poiple thing. Yeah, he's well, like making I mean, fun of his... It was funny, right? Yeah, he's making yeah. fun of his dialect. He is, yeah. Just to get back at him well, a little yeah, bit. Well, yeah, don't call me Mr. Pink. That's right. And especially pronounce Poiple like a clown. <laughs> <laughs> Guys from Brooklyn, what right. are you going to well, do? I guess, yeah. He says, all right, you're not Mr. Poiple. We don't say purple like You're that. Mr. Pink. Where I come from. <laughs> no, you say purple. The, yeah, purple. Right. Yeah. But some people say Poiple. Poiple. <laughs> <laughs> and don't tell me they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. No one says Poiple. They do. No. Some people say Poiple. It's poipo. a character. <laughs> it's a character that does that. It's a clown. It's no, nobody actually says Poiple. Come on. Why I order? <laughs> What about those people from New Orleans who had that weird accent? Oh yeah, you know what they, they might say, as well. You know what? Going down on the mall, thing, phone, in the purple. I would say that thing's purple. <laughs> purple. Yeah, sure. I would say that looks purple sure to me. See that color over there? That's yeah, purple. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's definitely purple. My favorite color used to be pink, but now it's purple. I like a mix of the two, the periwinkle. <laughs> that's what I prefer. <laughs> It doesn't have to be pink. Doesn't have to be purple. <laughs> Somewhere in between. Somewhere in between. In the periwinkle area. Yeah, periwinkle. Periwinkle area. Purple. I love these guys. <laughs> I'd listen to their podcast. Would you? They're just talking about colors. I turn them off. No, in five you minutes. would so listen no, to them. No, I can't take it. No, nah, I don't believe that you would do that. I'd only listen to the episode about purple. The, the pink and purple episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah, sure. No, I'd check out. Yeah. <laughs> because I have, you know, interest in purple and pink. Um. So, uh, so, so the other guy's like, no, you're Mr. Purple because I get to pick the names. What difference does it make what color you are? Right. And Blake says, well, it's easy for you to say. You're Mr. Black. You have, you have a, cool a cool sounding, sounding name. name. Yeah, sure. That's a classic line. Classic. Right? Classic. Yeah. yeah. Very reminiscent. Blake borrows it. <laughs> That's right. Right. Well, he's, you know, it's, it's, it's the definitive response to all this stuff that's going well, on. Well, I mean, and, right? and it's just so plainly stated that you have to be like, yeah, that's true. It's right. easy yeah. for Mr. Black to say, who cares what yeah. your name is? Hello. Well, you take Mr. Pink then. Right. right? Exactly. Yeah. 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 Uh, and, and then the other guy's like, well, what's the matter? Tough guy. Your manhood threatened. Yeah. And he calls him some different. Um, he does. He rattles off a little bit of a list there. Yeah. 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 Flapjack, buttercup, shoots and ladders, mucus membrane. Don't even know what half of that means. <laughs> flapjack? You know what a flapjack is? I mean, is. I know what the words mean, but in tandem, what are they getting at? I don't know. Yeah, that's the it thing. It seems right? like whoever, Grace was just pulling things out of a hat. Yeah, just random. random things. They're sort of semi random uh, nouns. Not even pejorative in some cases. Exactly. At all. Yeah. Like shoots and ladders. Shoots and ladders. What, what is, is that? that? Fun game. Okay. <laughs> cool. I'm a fun game. Sweet. What else you got? Flapjacks? Flapjack. Tasty. Buttercup? Numbers. Oh, a buttercup is sort of could sound like you're calling him uh, yeah. pansy yeah, or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Sweetheart. Buttercup. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then mucus membrane. Yeah. Which is something that protects you, right? Like you're in that protective I mean, sure. Yeah. Layer, and we you know? feed filters out uh, pollutants, so forth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. I, so know. three out of the four, kind of complimentary. <laughs> Very strange. It's a weird list, Very to be sure. Strange, it is. Just random. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this guy, you know, he's a strange dude. You so know what the least random number of all time is, Bill? 17. That's right. 
Uh, so Blake's, Blake finally decides this is a hill he's not willing to die on. So right. he says, okay, fine. I'm Mr. Pink. Forget it. Let's move on. It's beneath me. Beneath me. I don't even know why I engaged you in the first place. That's right. Right? Right. Let's get back to business, back shall we? Down to brass tacks. Right. So the guy says, uh, well, I'll, feel, I'll move on when I feel like it. And he says, oh, you're giving me a scratchy throat shouting over this bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that's when Blake now, they looks like they're going to get back to business. Then Blake changes his mind and comes back again. But I can get another yeah, color. Yeah, he can't let right? it go. I mean, that's really. the thing. Yeah. yeah, that is the thing. <laughs> it's not like I could be Mr. Pink. Right, right. He's not just going to sit there and it, take it. While it's beneath me. <laughs> still a little worried about it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Yeah. I yeah, get it. Sure. I totally get it. Yeah, where you're like, okay, fine, fine. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, no, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not quite fine. Yeah. yeah. I have uh, recollected your pact breaking. <laughs> Oh, come on. I couldn't really let it go, although Ever. I knew it was beneath me <laughs> to be so concerned about it. That's right. You, yeah. never, you never let it go. No. 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 I can never trust you again. <laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Guy makes a pact. Uh, well, look. We <laughs> I mean, your, your, your word is your bond. <laughs> okay. And so uh, the other guy's not having like, nope, you're Mr. Pink and shut up. Uh, and then Blake is like, but why? <laughs> what difference does it make to you which color I am? The other guys, back to the sim- same almost argument we had before. I get to decide your name. You don't like it. I'll get some other guy in here. Now let's get to Woik. That makes no sense. What's that? That the, the interviewee is going to get another guy in here. Well, I think he's role playing the situation of motivating the salesman. I see. Right. So I he's see. like, you, you know, you're just Mr. Pink. You're just some random this salesman. Is how I, this is also what I would say to him. Exactly. I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just drifting in and out of talking to Blake <laughs> and, ta- and doing this role play thing. That may or yeah. may not have been clear to me. It's, yeah. I mean, it's subtle. <laughs> I know. But uh, it's in there. Okay. Uh, and then Blake is 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 sold. He's right back in. Yeah, on he, this guy. He's like, this is great, yeah. wonderful. I, yeah. I I really appreciate your flexible attitude. That's right. That's something we. I like how you here. just fired me. Yeah, right. For exactly. Giving you a problem. Yeah, yeah. That's right. For sure. Uh, and that's what we do here. That's exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly. That's the yeah. way we like to that's work. Right. That's our that's our motivational tool. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you don't like it, leave. That's right. That's the way we do it. That's right. Uh, and then the other guy's like, well, shut up. I'm not done yet. And Blake is like, no, 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 we're good. I like, I, I love it. I, I love, love what you got. Management, management style. You Brand got the gig. Management style. I, I like your management style. It's very Mitch. Yes. <laughs> very Mitch. It's very Mitch. It's the way Mitch used to run the office. Yeah. We've never yeah. met Mitch, no. but you know, we, we get a little taste maybe of what he might've been like. That's right. Not a sweetheart. No. Probably. Doesn't seem like he was a likable fella. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no Zen master. That's right. If you yeah. ask me <laughs> anything like that, anything That's likable right. like that guy. Yeah, no, nothing like that. No. And the other guy's still trying to do his role plays. Like, shut up, I ain't finished. Shut up. Uh, and, shut up. And Blake, Blake is like, you got any acronyms? I love those. <laughs> I love that. And he does. Just, of course. Yeah. Yeah. He probably wouldn't like Raptar. That's probably one he would not approve of. No. no does one. anyone like it? No, no one should. No one likes it. That's a terrible one. It's the worst. It is the worst. Uh, and then the other guy's still, like I said, shut up. Uh, Blake's trying to offer him the position. He won't stop telling him to shut up. And then they get into this little uh, tete-a-tete where Blake starts showing him his watch. Tete-a-tete. That's nice. Oh, thank you. Yes. 
Yeah, he obviously sticks his hand into the light That's there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I mean, it seems like a default thing. It is him. a go-to. Like, well, yeah. it's it's kind of like... Uh, fight or flight response starts with the watch yeah or it's kind of like when you're when your dog starts to act up you know and you have to distract them with like a treat or right, something like, right right come right. on boy look at this treat you want right. a treat want a treat right, you know, right, right, right. You see his watch yeah you see his watch yeah yeah you know yeah um and they they get in this little argument and then blake is finally like nope that's it i'm done get out yeah and then the other guy's like yeah you bet i will i don't want this shitty job anyway right I ain't never going to work for some fairy calls himself Mr. Pink. Come on. He didn't even want that name. That's right. It was the whole piece. He didn't <laughs> even want it. He said, I refuse to be called that. <laughs> so, I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. But What do you mean you don't get well, it? I don't get it. It's, it's like a turnaround. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? The whole scene turns around. Now he doesn't even want the job. Right. Because because he doesn't want to work with somebody who would call himself Mr. Pink. But no one no one he hadn't called himself Mr. Pink <laughs> ever. In fact, he fought to be not called Mr. Pink. <laughs> so all I'm saying is, I don't you know I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> but the guy is clearly uh, you know not all there. He's a little okay. All right. He's you know, temporary insanity or permanent insanity. Yeah, something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, one too many pulled one too many bank jobs or something. Uh-huh. He's a little uh gotcha. you know. Well he's been in the game a while. That's right. Right? Yeah. He's been at it a while. That's right. Yeah. Uh and then he says, see a Tinkerbell yeah, slams what the, the door. What the F? What's wrong with well, that? That's you know, come on. What? You know what that's doing. What's same it doing? thing Mr. Pink was doing. That's right. Well right? that's why he said it. Yeah. 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 That's what it's doing, that's all it does. Yeah. This guy. Well, <laughs> he can't run an office in 2020. That's right. He's not enlightened enough, right? Well, wait a minute. Is are we? Is this is this taking place in 2020? Or oh, place that's in true. It's not 2020. 92. That's right. right. Yeah. So Tinkerbell's Shortly, fine. A few weeks after, Sweet. right? <laughs> no, Tinkerbell's great. It's perfect. That's what guys should be saying. Then. You're right. Thank you. Thank you for bringing. It's true. <laughs> Tinkerbell is right on the money. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. Nope. Nailed it. All right, good. And he slams the door. Slams it up. And Blake says, cocksucker. Cocksucker. <laughs> okay. And he says, okay, who else we got? Right. So I guess there's a like a line of people Here we go. out there waiting to be interviewed. That's right. So maybe we get some more of these. This should be fun. That would be fun. This should be fun. Yeah. And I guess what we can gather also is there. It wasn't. they didn't fire Williamson just because there were no salesmen. There may have been something else to it. Right. They just didn't want him there anymore that, or well, whatever. Can you blame them? No, I mean, not at all. Right. So they're going to hire a new manager. That's and right. And presumably have him bring in some new salesmen, maybe. That's right. Or old salesmen. Or, yeah, who knows? I mean, who knows? He could bring in anybody. That's right. We don't know. No, we don't know. We right? don't know anything. We don't know. But uh, I like where it's going. I'll tell you that. It's very exciting. <laughs> very exciting series of interviews. It is. And then we'll, and then, yeah, and then we'll see the direction that Premier Properties will take in its new incarnation. That's right. And that's very exciting. It's like a new day is dawning at <laughs> Premier Properties. That's right. Yeah. I love it. That little sun emblem they have. <laughs> new day is dawning. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah, baby. All right. All right, PP. PP. Oh, so uh, oh, that's the end of the, of the minute there, <laughs> unless you had another no. tidbit on that. No. But we were talking about something earlier. No. Clunks with wolves. What? <laughs> I don't have anything else. <laughs> well, I was reminded of our discussion earlier. Yes. I we was going to remind you if you didn't remember. Okay, good. Um, 
but we 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 had a little tidbit There's about an update. Is an, it, would um, you call it an update? An update, yeah. Yeah, okay. A news update, right? On the Glenn Gary Glenn Ross Broadway production, all female production. The all female production. It's coming, which up. I am. I grow literally more fascinated with every day. Really? Yeah, of course. You're not dying to know who's in this. Of course. What it's going to be, what it'll feel like, what the tone is. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm so excited. I know. Yeah. Well, for, but you said you wouldn't go see it. Nah, it's dumb. <laughs> Stupid. I've seen it a million times. What am I going to watch it again? <laughs> I just want to know who the cast is. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Well, here's one potential cast member. Okay, wait. So we should play a guessing game. Okay, yeah, let's right? do that. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I don't want to just go. You don't want to tell me. No, that's true. That's no fun. No, it's not. People can play along at home. What that's do we right. start? We start with a hint or initials? Well, I'll leave it up to you. Give me something. Give me something to start with. It's someone we talked about potentially being in it. Oh, really? When we when we discussed I mean, it the last time, we've already considered. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, the last time we talked about this, she was on the list of people. We were like, well, maybe this person, or maybe that person. Really? Or, you know who would be cool is this, or blah blah blah. Fuck. Yeah. I can't remember anybody <laughs> we talked about. No, I mean, all we we always talk about Jane Fonda. Always. Right. It's not her. Every time this comes up, we talk about Jane Fonda. Yeah. No, not her. Sorry. And the Pidge. I already know it's not Rebecca the Pidge. Rebecca Pigeon. Right. Yeah, not her. No. Nope. I can say the Pidge. <laughs> We're with friends here. <laughs> you have such a reverence for her. Well, it's kind of uncomfortable. Well, no, it's not. You're like it's a, it's Rebecca Pigeon for anybody who's. <laughs> I don't want her to think that it, we're being disrespectful. That's in any right. Way. Let's honor <laughs> the pigeon. The pig. What? <laughs> Rebecca. Um. Okay. Okay. I need. I need more. Uh, I'm already stuck. Okay. I'm trying not to give it away too easily. Yeah. Don't get. You can find an intermittent clue. She's been in. There we go. Perfect. At least two David Mamet movies. Two David Mamet movies. Yeah. Not the pitch. Nope. Lapone? Correct. Whoa. That was good. Whoa. You pulled that quick. Well, good hint. Good hint. Oh, thank you. Good hint. Yes. Um, Lapone. Patty Lapone. Of course. Who we talked about because she has a very old uh, connection with David Mamet. She's been in so many of his things. Exactly. And they love each other. That's right. And they once dated upon a time. Is that right? That's right. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. They were once uh, riding the hobby horse. (laughs) Well, she's been doing this uh, 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 production of Company in the West End. Oh, uh, that must be great. Yeah. Uh, and so... I like she, that show. Do you like that show? Company? Yeah, yeah I like we, Company. Yeah, okay. yeah, Sondheim. Yeah, sure, Sondheim. sure, sure, sure. But uh, the, so part of it, it... And she didn't say it's for sure. So this is not a 100% yet. But she mentioned in an interview that she was supposed to start rehearsals for this Broadway Glen Gary Glen Ross all lady production uh-huh. in the fall in the that's fall in August or something like that. So that's the other update is the timeline. I said it was going to be May, late May, but it's actually they're not even beginning rehearsals until yeah. August, so it looks like it's going to be in the fall. It's a pretty now. big undertaking. Yeah, well, I guess it's it's, it's probably scheduling the cast. Scheduling because the, the, the heavy hitters that you want involved. Exactly. Are going to be it's going to be It's going to be tough yeah. to get them all on yeah, the yeah, same yeah, page yeah, at the yeah, same yeah, time yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Right. And uh, I wonder if they're having trouble getting any financing for this thing, too. What? I know. But only because it's just been done, you know, it's been it done has. like three times but in the now, past 10 years or something. But now nobody will have a penis. Right. So that's exciting. <laughs> and that'll get people's checkbooks out. <laughs> it, it almost always does. And Lupone was in David Mamet's first play in New York in 1978 in The Water Engine. This is what I'm saying. Off-Broadway. And right, an, so. and a bunch of stuff since. Yeah. A bunch of stuff, stuff that since. opened in Chicago. She was in a bunch of that stuff. That's right. She was in The Old Neighborhood. There in you go. Yep. She was also in... That was one um, I was thinking of. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure she was in uh, Boston Marriage. Boston Marriage, definitely. And she was also in, of course, The Anarchist, which and not wasn't in very good. The sexual perversity. I feel like I wanted to put her in that too. Oh, maybe it's not on the list of things I see here, but it's okay. very possible well, that yeah. she was in she, that. So yeah. a bunch of stuff, though. Yeah, right. That she's done with Dave. Yeah, uh, and she's great. Yes, she she's is great. Patty Lapone. Who she's, would she play? That's what I was getting there. I was yeah. just, I was sorry. on the fucking precipice. Oh, sorry. Who, I was going to say, she's Patty Lapone. So she comes with a bravado. Yes. That you yes. just, that is hard to find anywhere else. Right. She's a very strong personality on that's stage. That's right. She's big. Like, so, she's big. Yeah. Huge. Big personality. So where, do, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's like, it, it dwarfs other personalities. Right. I'm thinking Moss. You are. Yeah. That hits me on a lot of good levels because I think she'd be great, and also it, that could be the mammoth character, which right. would be great for her. Right? Yeah, yeah, know, yeah. To sort of get in touch with that. That's right. And probably poke some fun. Right. Which is also another thing I was thinking about this interview. She could just be making Dave scramble a bit. Like <laughs> this could be like a fuck you to an old friend. You know? Like, you think? Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Oh, she's too honest. Because nobody else has said a peep, and all of a sudden she's talking about starting rehearsals. Well, the way it's written in this article, it's almost like it was a slip of the tongue. Like she was being interviewed, and she was just—it must yeah. have been like a podcaster or something like right, that. Right, right. And she—and it was just like it just kind of slipped out. Like, what else are you working and on? And I find it hard to believe that Patty Lapone has those anymore. Well, it's also <laughs> she, she plays the game. She said it's not a hundred percent. Right, there's of a course. lot of stuff to work of out. Of course, so it may not happen. Yeah, but it would be really interesting. And don't take your phone out if you go to see this play. That's she's right. in it. That's right. <laughs> she's notorious yeah. for yelling. she's in a moss. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> frame of mind. Frame of yeah. mind. She's yeah. notorious for yelling at people on their phone. Jeez, in, I hope during she's okay. Show. Hope she, I hope it doesn't kill her. There's no Glenister attacks. situation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think she's tough enough. Yeah, I think right. she'll She, she does seem it. like a tough broad. But she's like too old to be some of the other characters. Yeah, Shelly is what I was thinking. Oh, that's true, too. Just because of how, I mean, uh, God, this is a horrible thing to say, but her age bracket puts her in a Shelly area. Yes, I agree with that. You know, and she is dynamic. She is. And could be very good. She could. Shelley. I'd love to see her as Moss too, though. I like the Shelley too, though. Yeah. I have to say that yeah, would yeah, be yeah. really interesting, really great. And then George, and that's the meat of the fucker. Like if you're if you're Patty Lapone, and it, that's the part you want. That's the part you want. You're right, right, absolutely. So yeah, Patty gets what Patty wants. That's right. right. That's <laughs> right. absolutely right. Yeah. Um, oh, that's fast. There's an old story about Patty Lapone. Somebody, uh, my wife worked with one time, was in. Anything goes with her on Broadway. Okay, and he was like one of the sailor boys, you know, like dancing, <laughs> of course, dancing of course, chorus boys. Yeah. And he had some stories about Patty Lapone. And one was that they were at uh, the after Tony party the year that she was nominated and did not win. Okay, for Anything Goes, and they were all in the party drinking, having sure, champagne, sure. having a great time after the Tonys. Lots of celebrities there. And the door flies open. Oh boy! And Patty Lapone comes in, mascara teeming down her face, hilarious, <laughs> hilarious, <laughs> crying her of eyes course, out that she didn't course. win, yeah. so that everyone could come over and give her some condolences of and whatever. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just the image of that, I think, is so brilliant. It seems like Patty Lapone. Yeah, right. <laughs> I love it. It does. <laughs> and of course, she was very mean to like. He said he was. She was pretty tough. Uh, around the uh, cast yeah. overall. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Don't step on Patty Lapone's toes during that tap number. She's a character. Yeah. During the tap number in yeah. Glengarry? <laughs> That's right. Okay. Well, anything goes what I was thinking of. But if oh, we're going to have tap in gotcha. Glengarry, I'm all about it. Yeah, for sure. Let's see it. Yeah. That that showstopper, my daughter, <laughs> at the end. <laughs> my it's daughter. amazing. Da-da, da-da, da-da. <laughs> That's great. My daughter. <laughs> 
so that's the update. So we were, you know, I would love to see her in the role. Thanks for bringing that, buddy. Sure, that's, that's huge. I think it'd be really cool. I, I hope can't that wait it works till out. more stuff leaks. I like, know. I want to know so much about this. I know. I want to know who's. But now it looks like we're gonna have to wait a while. Although you know, recently I was like, hey, it's gonna be any day now, but it's not because we're looking at the fall. Well, so we're all counting on you. Thanks to keep us up to up to the minute. I'll do this. my best. Yeah, on the Twitter. Yeah, as well as on the show. Okay, for any updates. Sure, I'm all about. You feel it. comfortable playing that role? Oh yeah. All right. No one's better at keeping you up to date on things than me. I feel like that's not true. There's so much that you don't know, <laughs> but I do feel like in this arena, you're the perfect guy. <laughs> you're gonna find out about this production before I will. I hope so. But if sure. anyone else knows anything, feel free to tweet it at us. Nobody you know what I mean? Anything? What? Nobody knows anything. What are you talking about? I'm saying somebody might know. You something. think there's some insider info? Maybe. Who knows? You don't know. You they don't got, know that they don't know. They made the offers have been made. Probably. So yes. there is a paper trail to some That's degree. Right. Right. Yeah. Offers have been made. Sure. <laughs> I want to know so bad. Well, you'll be the first one to, to know when I see. find out. All right, yeah. I'll try to be patient. Please do. All right, but with Tony season coming up, maybe you know around the Tony Awards would be a good time to start making these announcements about the cast right. and that kind of thing. For sure, have somebody be presenting an award like when, when are coming those? soon to Broadway and the blah blah blah. Well, they right. just announced the nominations yesterday or whatever, and okay. then the thing is in June usually the the award ceremony. Who's who 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 do we have? For what? Who's sweeping? Oh, um, I don't. I mean, I, I'm hoping for Ferryman for best play. Okay, I love the Ferryman. It's a okay. great play. Great. Um, the musical lineup is really sad. Yeah. Um, so you know, I don't. It's know. anybody's ball game there. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Probably yeah. Hades Town will probably win. Hades Town. Okay. Uh, All right. But we'll have to wait and see. Okay. Those are my predictions. Great. Hades Town and the Ferryman. That's what we're doing here. We're asking you predictions. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, we'll check back in with that on a housekeeping when you're yeah, wrong. Yeah, that'll be fun. Odds are you're not going to. That's right. It won't be either of those. <laughs> that'll be a fun housekeeping. I yeah, look forward well, to that. Yeah, okay. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Well, thanks, everybody. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, thank you. I mean that. No, but for real. Yeah, me and Hondo, Mr. Pink and Hondo. Mr. Pink and Hondo. <laughs> really, thank you. From the bottom of our hearts. That's right. Yeah. All right. Hi, right, buddy. Thanks. Yep. Bye. Bye. Thank you.